Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank, with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show on a Friday afternoon as we get rolling. Going to take you all the way to 6 o'clock. Got some really good guests lined up for you, and uh, we've got uh, well the uh, we'll do we'll do some Rangers talk for sure as uh, the Rangers get get back on it this weekend uh, in San Francisco, and that's a good that's been a pretty good team this year. They are in the playoff race, so um, we'll see how the cow how the uh, Rangers can perform now. The um, the Astros get it on with the Angels uh, tonight. And then, of course, the Rangers out on the West Coast as well. And we'll keep our eye on those situations. Aaron, uh, for our streaming audience, I've been watching a show on Apple TV called Bad Sisters. And it sounds kind of like eh, raunchy or something. It's not. Really well acted and... Um, it has to do with them being upset with their brother-in-law, and it's it's comedic, but also some drama involved. And one of my favorite British actresses these days, Sharon Horgan, is the creator and uh, one of the lead actresses in this film. So I've been kind of watching that. Uh, Aaron John Gray on the mound for the Rangers tonight, and uh, the the uh, Giants are throwing. Alexander, um, who has a uh, 4.01 ERA. John Gray checking in with a 3.88 ERA. This is Scott Alexander. And I would just say, uh, um, you know, if you you look at his last seven games, uh, this pitcher for the the Giants has been struggling. And um, you could get to him. In fact, in his last seven games, um, wow, it's got his ERA up over seven. So uh, get to him. Don't let this guy get back in a groove. When you look at his full body work this season, he's had some really good moments. But that is who the Rangers are facing this evening. And the matchups uh, appear to be in and... The uh, well, I'm gonna have to double check this, Aaron, because the the lineup I'm seeing on MLB.com looks like a very strange lineup, and we're still. What time is uh, Aaron? I'm sure we'll have this on ESPN Central Texas. We're still a ways off. This is a, a 9:15 first pitch, so the lineups would not be in quite yet. Uh, 9:15 tonight. <laughs> That's an old school West Coast start time. And you'll hear it right here on ESPN Central Texas. Aaron, have you demanded 
to produce that game this evening and just kind of stay up since you're going to be up anyway? Or, uh, or are you leaving that to somebody else? No, I will leave that in the uh, capable hands of our weekend producer. Okay. All right. Uh, Aaron quickly says the very capable hands. Aaron will move into the weekend and do his thing. He'll be out on a long walk this evening. He'll wait till it cools down a little bit, and then I would imagine he'll go on one of his five or six mile walks, and that'll be uh, that'll be good. Now, um, in looking, let's see, I wanted to look and see who the uh, Astros were throwing this evening out there because again for both the Rangers and Astros the uh, the battle continues and the uh, Angels are throwing Detmers out there I believe uh, Nathan Detmers Nate Detmers used to be he might have been with the Rangers for a little bit he's been around he's gotten banged around this year only two and eight the Astros are sending the great Verlander out to the mound and uh, he's sitting there with a 3.11 3.11 ERA. He's got a 3.11 ERA this season. So you got to like the Astros' chances tonight, Aaron. If I called up the ESPN predictor, it would it would favor heavily uh, in the uh, in the Astros' f- uh, favor. So we'll keep an eye on that whole situation. Um, Aaron, the uh, Cowboys headed home. In fact, I was talking to folks out there today because I was debating on whether I wanted to go try to attend a preseason game. I'm leaning toward not doing that. But a lot of the reporters and everybody flying home today so they can see those Cowboys, some of them will turn around and go right back out to Oxnard. Cowboys treating this like a road game, um, it, it, which is almost cruel, Aaron, if you think about it. you got a rare chance to see family members, maybe everybody's been away from their wives or kids for – the last two and a half weeks or however long it's been, and they're going to fly home, play this game, and basically get on a flight immediately after the game and get back to Oxnard because they got to get ready for a game against, I believe it's Seattle, is next, and that game will be out on the West Coast. So they'll have uh, they'll get back and do some practices, but there will not be much time for friends or family. Now, Aaron, I always kind of like this. I like, as we're coming on a show, to kind of see what's trending. And and right now, Sark, just the word, just the letter S-A-R-K is trending. And it got me thinking, what's Sark up to? What's, what's the great Sark? And I, I just think Sark's out there doing some interviews today. Um people kind of excited about him and um they're they're it looks like he's uh let's see how many of these he's done here anyway Sarkeesian's just out doing some interviews and getting ready but there's all kinds of buzz and Aaron one of the one of the big buzz things coming out with the Longhorns and boy our, our Longhorn audience will love this this is probably the deepest most talented wide receiver room the Longhorns have had in the past decade. This thing is on fire. And I'm Xavier Worthy is one of those. John Tay Cook. Um, Whittington is one of their wide receivers. And then all the way down to some, like, true freshmen who just arrived on campus. So I do think we need to keep our eye 
on Sark in Texas as they continue to get all this love. Now, I don't think I mentioned this. For our Red Raiders fans, I saw the other day, Aaron, our own uh, our own Brett, Mc, Brett McMurphy. I don't know if he's our own. I don't know why he would be. Anyway, we, we read him. He's out there on the Action Network. He put his top 25 out. And he had the Texas Tech Red Raiders as number 11. Wow. Um, pretty, uh, I mean, pretty good stuff. Number 11. Um, I mean, that's, that is, uh, very high. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that will grab your attention. I also wanted to look and see kind of what our man, Mike Gundy was up because, um, Mike Gundy is, uh, uh, been in the news a little bit, but Aaron, it's basically Gundy talking about like mega conferences. He said, uh, they're going to pay big money. This was the other day. They're going to pay big money to put it on TV. And those 30 schools are going to thrive. They're going to be rich. Their athletic departments are going to be rich and their sports are going to be or thrive. And then the other schools that don't make it, they're just going to hold on. I think that's eventually what's going to happen in college football. Because everything we do is driven by the television market. Like, they want to shorten games. People say, what do, you, what do you want? They don't care what I want. It's what TV wants. TV runs the show. I don't run the show. TV pays all of our salaries and all of our scholarships and everything we do. Television runs the market. Whatever they want, that's what we do. Aaron, that's so honest and so true. I mean, the Big 12, your mark's done an unbelievable job, but if he doesn't jump in line and get Fox and ESP in the negotiating table, there's still a Pac-12 in existence. We don't know exactly what the Big 12 would be looking like right now. When he got that deal done, they already knew they had four new schools. I mean, the truth of the matter is, if he doesn't jump in front of um, the uh, Pac-12, the Pac-12's probably still in existence. And the Big 12, maybe they would have been the one kind of waiting and, like, not getting the deal done. The Big 12, by being proactive, um, took care of its future. And the, um, the same can be said about the Pac-12 not. That is the, uh, the disappearance of the Pac-12. Um, Gundy said at one point the, the TV people called and, and wanted us to play on Friday night. He said, I said... Who does? They said TV. I said, I think that's great. What about the high school football conflict? I love high school football, but the high schools aren't paying, didn't, aren't paying my bills. He actually said, ain't paying my bills. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it is kind of funny. These guys are paid enormous amounts of money. They, you know, somebody like Gundy has been around for a long, long time. And um, and he's done extremely well. But at the end of the day, everything is paid. Now, of course, the campuses and the ADs and the donors have to come up with these huge salaries for coaches. But without these media rights deals, none of that stuff ever happens. And um, um, <laughs> I also liked Aaron. This was earlier this month. Um, the uh, He talked about... Uh, 
he talked about um, um, Colorado coming back, and he said they're bringing some strength back, and he was trying to say Nostra- Nostradamus, um, Nostradamus, mm-hmm. and he kept calling it Notre Damus, like Notre Dame. <laughs> I like that. Uh Gundy 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 is an amusing guy for for sure. So Aaron that that's one of the things we'll have to do heading into the weekend and and as we start to get ready for college football. I think it'd be kind of fun to look at like each team in the Big 12 including UCF and UC, and UC and all these new schools in Houston. Their quarterbacks. Um I I mean it's pretty easy to forget that the the Oklahoma State quarterback right now used to be at Michigan and before that he was at Texas Tech and that would be Alan Bowman uh and I and the guy that's been battling him for the starting job at Oklahoma State is Garrett Rangel that's R A N G E L but I think it would be kind of fun to start taking a peek at all the uh, all the uh, um, the quarterbacks around the league. Now, Aaron, I'm gonna I'm gonna send this to you. I wanted you to hear how uh, uh, our man Gundy says uh, Nostradamus. All right, I feel like you I feel like you need to hear this. So I'm sending I'm sending that to you as we speak. Um, We've got a lot planned for you today. In fact, we've got big-time Rangers discussion with somebody uh, with the Rangers organization at 5 o'clock. And at 4.20, we're going to dig in to some local high school, some realignment. Our man Eric Kelly from Fox 44 will be stopping by. And, man, he's been doing all sorts of uh, high school stops and looking at the different high schools to see what's going on. I mean, I can't wait. I, and, in fact, Aaron, we, we look at things sometimes through a recruiting angle. Like, there's somebody out at Conley that's just a monster recruit right now. Everybody in the world wants him. I think maybe he's got narrowed down to, like, I'll have to look again. It's just it's incredible. And I think his last name is Black. Kobe Black. Um, and I'm trying to remember there's a guy at Oklahoma State, you know, that was a great player at Conley as well. But then you go out to uh, you go out to Belton and Micah Hudson is literally like a top 15 or 20 player in the country. One of the best wide receivers in the country. And they're right here in our midst. Now, do we want them to stay at Baylor? Absolutely. Do we know the people are going to invade they always are, and uh, that's why our buddy from Temple's getting ready to start down there at Texas A&M, Torrey and York, and um, and I know LSU came after him real hard. I mean, these are these are tough, tough deals uh, and tough recruiting battles. But right now, the Red Raiders think they're going to land Micah Hudson out of Lake Belton. What a great player! What an opportunity we have that, that those of us that live in the area on Friday nights to go see. Some of the folks that will be playing in the NFL, uh, in fact, uh, Quentin Johnston will be in the NFL this season who came out of Temple 
Temple has produced amazing, amazing players. So, anyway, just kind of fun things to talk about. All right, next, we're going to let you hear from someone that we think could be the anchor of the Baylor offensive line this year. And this is a fascinating guy, and uh, he and his brother have shown up in town from uh, Provo, and uh, we'll let you hear from Clark Barrington next. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Make buying easier at Richard Carr's construction sale event. The 2023 Buick Encore GX has style that stands out with premium interior at an unbeatable value. Right now, Richard Carr qualified buyers can save $32.50 and drive off in a 2023 Buick Encore GX for $24,435. Plus, qualified buyers get 1.9% financing and no payments until 2024. Call now, get here now, or log on now and drive home in your new Buick today. See dealer for details. At Richard Carr, we give you more. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they will also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cnccollisioncenter.com, and find them on Facebook. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. In the five or so years that I've been servicing my cars here at Freddie Kish, I've been extremely pleased. I've been a customer of Freddie Kish for going on seven years. They just make it so convenient. And then on the other side, they just care. The guys in here are so friendly. They call me by name when I come in, and why would I want to change? I certainly wouldn't be giving any referrals to any other car servicing center in the area. I absolutely would not take my car anywhere else. It's the people and the professionalism, and uh, I wouldn't go anywhere else. Rise and dine with the Fiesta Brunch at La Fiesta every Saturday morning. Come enjoy family recipes made from scratch, like huevos rancheros, breakfast enchiladas, chicken and waffles, or on the lighter side, avocado toast. And don't forget to try their Mexican coffee, fresh squeezed orange juice, or even a peach bellini. It's a Fiesta Brunch, La Fiesta, located off Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MayaFuels.net. That's MayaFuels.net. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. 
experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. All right. I've just sent off the headshot, the uh, picture of our guest at, I believe, 5 o'clock today. We've got major guests coming in, 420, 5 o'clock. And I'm, uh, uh, it'll be good to talk to our old friend Eric Kelly. We've had so many uh, folks leaving us recently in Central Texas. I want to – some of the folks that are still with us around here, man, I want to visit with them and uh, directing uh, – sports director over at KWKT Fox 44 and a Missouri grad that is Eric Kelly. And I've been kind of monitoring as uh, as he goes around looking at some of the different high schools. Academy High School looks to be one of the most recent things he's uh, been a part of. And he's gone over there and to visit with uh, Coach Mullins. And uh, that's a good good coach, good family, that, that uh, Mullins family. And then, of course, uh, uh, Cameron Yo, football, uh, been over there doing some uh, – doing some things and I, I was just watching I, I like kind of like watching these things because occasionally Aaron our local TV they'll put some they'll put some of the the practice footage on there and uh, I I can't tell you right now I'll, I'll get this information to you like exactly who this quarterback is for Cameron Yo but my goodness whoa I just saw him drop back to pass and uh, I like it so we're gonna dig in a little bit on local High school football and athletics, and and we'll have some uh, we'll have some fun with that. Now, there was something I've been wanting to do. Uh, Clark Barrington is going to be a starting offensive lineman for the Bears. His brother is also uh, came to the Bears from BYU. The Barrington brothers showed up on the scene, and you know, there's guys that have been around for a while. But are just now getting, you know, Gavin Byers has started at times and been a part of it. He's still around. But the Bears did lose several players we've known for a long time, and um, and, and and so you know, there's they need leadership, and it it really seems like these Barrington brothers offer that in spades. Aaron, let's uh, let our folks hear. This is just from a couple of days ago. Uh, when, uh, of course, Baylor does its media availability during fall practice. And so moments after practice, this was Baylor new offensive lineman Clark Barrington. Clark, how has – same question I asked him. How has the group come together? Is, has there been more cohesion in the fall than there was in the spring, just in terms of – you had just 
just come in and be able to yeah. Come in. yeah, for sure. I think, um, of course, there's there's more cohesion. The more time you spend with each other, you know, the, the closer you're going to get and the, the closer the bond and the, you're going to understand each other better, understand how each other plays, you'll be able to, to, to play better together. And so, you know, in spring it was, you know, a whole new bunch of guys trying to just go out there, figure it out, and, and, and see what we, we can make happen. And right now it's it, we, we've come together um, through time and through practice, and, and I, I think you can really see that on the field. So it's been good. We talked in the spring about the idea of being the old guy but also the new guy, yeah. all wrapped up into one. Now that you've kind of gone past that period, have you fully embraced just kind of that leadership element? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, it was – I feel like you know with the, these bunch of guys, it's been it's been pretty easy to to transition over um, to Baylor, and and I'm just grateful for them and, and for their attitudes and their their willingness to just go out and work every day, and and me being able to just kind of step in and and you know kind of be that leader on the line. It it kind of happened naturally, and so I'm just grateful for those guys and and, and their attitude and and everything they bring to the table. <clears throat> block for some pretty good running backs at BYU, including a guy who's in the NFL yeah. right now. What about this group is kind of special in the way that they hit a hole and how much easier they make your job? Yeah, I know for sure. Um, the running backs we have behind us, um, you know, they're, they're they're just as good as the, the guys that, that I've played with before. And so, you know, Rich, Dom, you know, that whole that whole backfield, um, you know, they, they know how to hit, hit, hit the hole and they know how to, you know, run with their pads down and, and run over people, but also they have speed to get away, get away in, in the open field as well. So I'm, I'm excited to block for those guys. Since you had both Eric and Jeff up there, did y'all run the wide zone and stuff? Yeah, we did. Is that something you were real comfortable with? Yeah, it, it was something I'm familiar with. Um, they've definitely elevated the, the, the way we do it um, now. And so there, there has been a few nuances that I've had to learn and, and things like that. Um, but, but for the most part, it's been a smooth transition. You're at center. What's that yes, like? And are you comfortable there, I guess? Yeah, it's, it, it's been good. Um, you know, it started off a little rough, um, just but but just with patience and and going to work every day, I, I've been able to to um, not not master it because <laughs> it's still it's still really early and there's still things I'm learning, but I've been able to figure it out a little bit better. So, what's the toughest part of that position? Um, I think you know the, the closer in you you are on the line, the closer you are to the line of scrimmage, and so just being able to kind of speed everything up um, because the nose guards, you know, they're right on right on top of the ball, right there. So just creating creating space quickly and and getting to where I need to be quickly. So. For someone who understands run blocking better than I think all of us do, what what makes the, that wide zone technique so unique and successful? Um. No, I, I think no. It's, it's probably just like any any you know run technique. You know, as long as the O line are on the same page and the running back ha reads his keys, you know, it's going to be successful every time. And so um, it's just important that we're all you know together on the same page. We're communicating, um, doing doing what we do, and then let the back you know do what he does and, and hit, hit hit the hole and and get his reads. So.
you and Campbell living together? Uh, so we're both married. We, we live in the same apartment complex. So we see each other a lot, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, is the heat a little bit different for you coming? Oh, 100%. Um, the heat's way different, and the humidity, of course. You know, Utah's super dry, so um, it's, 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 it's been good. <laughs> I'll say that. It's been good. It's been good. Uh, Clark Barrington, he and his brother Campbell, already married, living in the same complex, have come to Baylor. Clark's like 6'6", 308, played um, left guard. I bet he's going to play in the NFL. Really good leader. Started 40 of 46 games at BYU. Aaron, some of these people, because of the that have the COVID year and another year and all that, the red shirt I mean, he's been playing college football since 2019. And now he's at Baylor, and uh, he and his brother step right into um, leadership roles. And I I think it's going to be kind of exciting to uh, watch, you know, how they uh, how they how they function uh, together. It's going to be an interesting line. Um Tate, I was hearing we were hearing from Tate the other day. Gavin Byers, you remember Gavin being out there playing for the Bears? I think he's been out there right tackle. He's moved around a little bit over the years. There's some players that have been waiting in the wings that are ready to go. I was I was just I looked at one of the other guys, Aaron, that they interviewed the other day, and Tate came in. Oh my gosh, it seemed like forever ago. But he's just been kind of waiting and getting more and more time and kind of getting in there and being a part of it. And now some of these guys are ready to be leaders. Uh, Aaron was bringing my attention to some of the things out there. And I've been seeing some of this, the uh, that some of the, the failure that the Pac-12 had. You know, in 2022, apparently ESPN was ready to do some of the, where in the neighborhood of thirty million per school, uh, Pac-12 wanted more. They wanted to look around. ESPN said goodbye, goodbye. ESPN and Fox end up doing a deal with the Big Twelve, and the rest is history. Now I'm reading things, Aaron, of how like Oliver Luck. Oh my gosh, he's always brought in. I like Oliver, but. He's always a candidate for something. He's either the commissioner of the the new USFL or whatever the old one was, whatever that new league is, or he was out at West Virginia at one point as their AD. It's always kind of like, can Oliver Luck save us? He was helping Bob Bowlesby with the Big 12 as a consultant. Now he's being attached to the man, could he come in and help resurrect the Pac-4? down to four teams. Aaron, when it gets to the point where you're mentioning Oliver Luck, it's never great. I like Oliver. He's the the, the, the dad of uh, Andrew Luck, and he's a former pro quarterback for the Oilers himself. Oliver Luck, smart guy, good college administrator, good commissioner of, like, you know, these smaller offshoot leagues. Uh, what what are these things, Aaron? What's the uh, XFL, USFL, and then there was like a spring league. I can't remember what that was called. 
one of those he was the commissioner of. They still be, for all I know. I just can't remember which one it was, if it was the USFL or the, uh, or the other one. But anytime they're bringing him in, uh, it's, uh, you know, it's, it, it kind of feels like curtains. Now, Aaron, we can get more into this in um, Campus Confidential, but it, it, it really does look like some of, the, uh, some of the stuff is you start to hear more about what happened to the Pac-12 and why it doesn't exist. I mean, even, even after USC, I mean, that's when you had to know we got to dig in here and we got to do something aggressive. And that's when, um, you know, of course, before that all happened, the Big 12 was reaching out to them about a merger. Looking back, that would have been the smart move. Some kind of actual merger between leagues where you had somewhere in the neighborhood of like 24 teams, a true merger, not just one of these baby mergers like they did with the Big Ten and the ACC. That was a, that was a disaster. Now, Aaron was reminding me of this uh, quote. The, uh, apparently, the Apple TV deal offered no guarantee of linear expo- exposure. That's kind of the major you know, TV networks. And the schools would be in the business of selling annual streaming subscriptions for $100 a pop. Now, I brought up Apple TV earlier today. Aaron, I don't know if I ever finished my sentence there, which should not shock anybody. The Rangers are on Apple TV tonight is what the, why that caught my eye. Aaron, you remember when I started talking about some TV show I'm watching on Apple TV? Yeah. That's what I meant to get to, is that the Rangers are playing tonight in San Francisco on Apple TV. All right, so you just kind of go over there, stream some Rangers if you get Apple TV. I think I'll do that. I don't know who's doing the games for Apple TV, but I'm kind of curious to see what that's like. Aaron, does that mean we won't get the Bally's? We won't get the normal Rangers TV crew? Do you think they have an exclusive, the Apple TV folks? And who in the world does baseball for Apple TV? Does anybody know out there? CNC Collision Center text line 254-662-1660. Oh, and Aaron, this is kind of fun. If you text us on that, you end up getting a, you'll get like a reply and you'll get 10% off on like all your, your next visit on all, uh, it's, uh, it's bedliners. You'll get 10% off if you want to, um, if you want a bedliner, a new bedliner on your truck. Everybody wants that. But at 10%, that's nice savings. All you have to do to get that is just to text us. I mean, literally, you can say right now, like, Mosley's my favorite. Or Aaron just made a brilliant point. Aaron, you like the ones I'm giving them? I'm giving them some good hints. Or um, I love the noon show featuring Ward Whites and Stephanie. Uh, I love J- I love the JMO show. Just text us anything; doesn't matter, and and you'll immediately get a ten percent discount on your bedliner. Love a good bedliner, okay? Those things are nice, man. These days you kind of like spray them on or whatever. Those things end up being really, really nice and helpful, and then you don't scratch everything up, and the thing just looks better. It looks more put together. Um, that quote Aaron was bringing to my attention again. 
was when Apple <clears throat> offered that deal and they would be out there trying to sell their annual streaming subscriptions for $100 a pop, <clears throat> the Arizona president, Dr. Robert Robin, Robbins, compared it to, quote, selling candy bars for Little League or Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> oh, that's not good. That's not good. But still, Aaron, Robbins and the other members of the Pac-12 CEO group arrived at Friday's 7 a.m. board meeting prepared to do the grant of rights. Well, we all know what happened before that. And, and Aaron, I'm a little bit leery of some of these stories. I'm not so sure the way they like to portray it <laughs> is that Klievkov almost landed the plane. It's written as, however, 10 minutes before the Friday meeting started, the enthusiasm was smothered. Now, I don't know. I can't believe there was any enthusiasm in the first place. The Ducks and Huskies informed the conference they were leaving for the Big Ten. The news triggered a mass exodus in the demolition of the Pac-12. Now, here's what I actually think happened. Some big-time reporters got fooled at the last minute. And these are reporters we trust, and a few of them are good friends of mine. Okay, so I'm not going to, like, rip them. But when you started hearing that morning that, oh, my gosh, the tide's turning and the Pac-12 may stay together, Aaron, something didn't smell right. Yeah, I woke up that morning thinking the same thing when I saw that news about how the Pac-12 was saved, and I was like, I don't think so. Let's give this a couple hours. I like this. They The Pac-12 hired Doug Perlman and his company, Sports Media Advisors. I may just start a company like that and just call myself an advisor and just kind of go around, visit with people, just give them advice. I give sports advice right here, Aaron. Occasionally we give betting advice. We could just be sports advisors. Uh, this guy teamed up with the Pac-12 in the summer of 2022 to help engineer the media rights negotiation. Perlman and Klievkoff attended law school together at the University of Virginia. The hire was approved by the Pac-12 CEO group, but raised eyebrows within the industry. Somebody, uh, an anonymous source, Aaron, told our, our friend Canzano, and Aaron, by the way, I do talk to John sometimes. I know you've mentioned to me, hey, let's get Canzano on, and I agree. But he's on when we're on. And so you you got to be willing to – We and now we got all these shows on our station, which I'm excited about. But, Aaron, it puts you in a bind, like, when we can record things, right? So Canzano has shown an indication that he would be on with us, but it, it's just uh, – it's a little bit uh, interesting of a needle to thread – um, this, this anonymous quote, Aaron, they said, Doug talking about this Perlman was quote, way too nice and mild. In my view, you need cold blooded killers in this business. Wow. Uh, apparently they didn't have it. The big 12 did the, uh, the, Pac-12 got an offer of $30 million per school from ESPN the fall of 2022. It included all the conference's media rights, including the Pac-12 network. 
but the conference presidents and chancellors believe they could do much better. Um, the source apparently said, you, you know what we told ESPN after the $30 million per school offer? And, and uh, Canzano said what? Source said, we said we want $50 million per school. Canzano said, what was the ESPN response? The source told him, goodbye. <laughs> That's, you got to watch it. You got to watch it in these negotiations. Especially when you don't have backup. Now, of course, if you've got options, you can get aggressive and ask for a lot of money. But if you've got 30 on the table and you ask for 50, you might have to be ready for the ESP for ESPN to walk away. And it said one conference AD told him that Fox emerged as a powerful, quote, force in the weeks before the breakup of the Big 12. When Colorado lost patience with Klyukov, the Big 12 pilled the Buffaloes away. Then Yormark's conference, armed with a media deal that would distribute $31.7 million per year, focused on pursuing the border schools. I mean, and then it was just done. Yeah, but I, I, you know, are, is Brett and, are Brett and some of his negotiators cold-blooded? Sure they are. But they did not break up the Pac-12. The Pac-12 broke up itself. I mean, you can you can go back and even going back to the whole UT and Oklahoma thing from years ago. They the Pac-12 did this to itself, and I think any thought like where everybody should feel bad, the Big Ten, or the Big Twelve, or Brett Yormark, or whoever runs the Big Ten now, I think that's Tony Petiti. <clears throat> that's not a. Uh, that's not a that's not a great situation, and now everybody's just got their feelings hurt and all that. But I'm telling you, um, it said Klievkov lost credibility with his board and the public during the last ten months. The commissioner overpromised and underdelivered, and it helps explain why a few Pac-12 presidents and chancellors randomly popped up, gave conflicting public interviews, and offered a series of timelines on when they expected the media deal to get done. I would say, Aaron, the the Arizona, Robert Robbins was the biggest one on that front. And then Rick George at Colorado, although he wasn't quite as out front, was next. And and but the the as uh Mac Rhodes told us the other day, the Arizona State people, they worked on this thing like crazy to hold it together, and uh, the president especially, and they just couldn't get it done. Uh, it is the uh, Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Let's do a little uh, NFL blitz. Let's do it next. This is ESPN Central Texas. In Cummins Bank wants you to be the first to know about our newest rewards checking account, Mars Rewards. Mars Rewards goes beyond any other debit card-based rewards program by giving you exponential earning potential. We even reward you when your referred friends open a Mars Rewards account and use their debit card. Open your Mars Reward checking account, use your debit card, and get paid. Visit InCommonsBank.com Mars to view complete account requirements and open your free Mars Rewards checking account today. InCommons Bank, member FDIC.
Got chronic joint pain, not having successful steroids, but trying to avoid surgery? Well, thankfully, there's a better way, and it's now available here for the medical professionals at QC Kinetics. It's Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. I'm talking about new advanced regenerative medicine treatments that can restore and repair damaged tissue in your bad joints, providing lasting relief with no drugs, no surgery, and no downtime. QC Kinetics, nation's leader in precision regenerative medicine with over 100 clinics across America and literally thousands. Thousands of satisfied patients. If you got joint pain due to arthritis, knee pain, hip pain, shoulder pain, don't just think the old ways of dealing with pain are the only ways. You need to learn more about these new regenerative options that can change your life. Call QC Kinetics now. Free consultation with local medical professionals. 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100. That's QC Kinetics. 254-415-4100. Construction makes getting here harder, so we make buying easier at Richard Carr's construction sale event. Drive it and you will see. Sierra is the best truck on the road. Right now, get a GMC Sierra at Richard Carr and save $57.50. Drive off in a new Richard Carr Sierra for only $34,995. Plus, qualified buyers get 0.9% financing and no payments for 90 days on most 2023 GMC Sierra 1500s in stock. Richard Carr, they have the truck for you. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Rise and dine with the Fiesta Brunch at La Fiesta every Saturday morning. Come enjoy family recipes made from scratch, like huevos rancheros, breakfast enchiladas, chicken and waffles, or on the lighter side, avocado toast. And don't forget to try their Mexican coffee, fresh squeezed orange juice, or even a peach bellini. It's a Fiesta Brunch, La Fiesta, located off Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Summer is here and so is home improvement season. It's time to get those windows replaced. Call Universal Windows Direct to Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. Universal Windows Central Texas.com. That's Universal Windows Central Texas.com. Or call 254 301 7760. And be sure to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Morrison's Gifts, Waco's oldest family-owned gift store, has moved. Visit their new expanded location a few feet from their old space. Enjoy a new shopping experience with new product arriving weekly. At Morrison's, you'll find great Texas and American products like John Hart leather goods, Consuela bags and purses, locally sourced gourmet items, and great gift items for babies and kids. Can't decide? They specialize in designing custom gift baskets, local delivering, and shipping anywhere. That's Morrison's Gifts at the corner of Valley Mills and Waco Drive, close to Jason's Deli. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. <laughs> oh, man. It is the uh, 
NFL Blitz, where we kind of look around the league a little bit and see what's going on. The Matt Mosley Show here uh, late in the 3 o'clock hour. We're now 3 to 6. John Morris Show 2 to 3. The Press Box, Ward White and Stephanie at noon. Basically, noon to 6. All local, all live. Live and local and uh, excited to uh, to be bringing you that and um, Aaron, we, uh, we we're getting ready for the Cowboys to play a preseason game. I believe Jacksonville's coming into town. Then the Cowboys will race right back out to Oxnard, California, and continue their training camp. Been an interesting one uh, so far, but uh, I would say most of it's been successful. We'll see. Uh, this will be the first time in a long time tomorrow night. Mike McCarthy will get to call plays, brush up on his play calling. We can start second-guessing his play calling. Aaron, where would you like to start today's blitz? We will start with preseason NFL action. Cowboys game, as you mentioned, tomorrow against Jacksonville, starting with the pregame at 3 o'clock right here on ESPN Central Texas. Meanwhile, six games in NFL preseason action tonight. Two of those will be televised on the NFL Network. Green Bay at Cincinnati at 6. And then the late game, Denver at Arizona at 9 o'clock on the NFL Network. Speaking of preseason games, Patrick Mahomes is expected to play in the Kansas City Chiefs preseason opener coming up Sunday against the New Orleans Saints. Coach Andy Reid said he is obviously limiting Mahomes to the – he will probably only play the first quarter, but if it was up to Mahomes – He'd play even more as he finds plenty of value in preseason snaps. Mahomes played a total of 36 over the first two preseason games last year. Yeah, I different teams do it different ways. I mean, I don't know if the Cowboys, maybe for a dress rehearsal, will get Dak involved. Andy's never had trouble putting the starters out there, letting them get a little rhythm going. This is the way Andy Reid did it, and uh, and he's done it for a lot of years, the way he did it in uh, the Eagles land in Philly. Now, Aaron, I kind of like uh, hearing Mahomes stick up for Eric Bieniemy, who apparently players were going to Ron Rivera, at least one player, maybe more, talking about, Coach, he's being too rough on us. We don't like Eric. Eric is being a little too rough, and Rivera – clumsily, awkwardly goes to the media, tells them that, says, yeah, people have been coming to me, telling me about Eric. And um, I just thought that was kind of cool. I mean, I hate that everybody has to always defend Eric Bieniemy. I mean, the truth is the man can't get a head coaching job despite being one of the most successful offensive coordinators out there, I guess because everybody believes it's mostly because of Andy Reid, but a lot of people brag on Bieniemy and say he had a huge role in it. I like that Pat, Patrick Mahomes stood up there in front of everybody yesterday and said, this guy does demand a lot of you, but it pays off. And look at the success we've had. Look at Tyreek. He started naming others in that offense. And so look at the success all those folks have had, either in Kansas City or going on to other places. I like it. like seeing a quarterback stand by his ex-coach. Now, uh, Aaron, I was telling you, I was talking about that other show, 
We are also watching that quarterback show now on Netflix. I know a lot of you have already seen it. Kirk Cousins, very faith, very spiritual guy. His wife seems really neat. Um, And then uh, Marcus Mariota and Mahomes. Those three quarterbacks allowed all kinds of access. That's kind of a fun show on Netflix. And then, of course, on Aaron, is it HBO? Is that where Hard Knocks is? And you can watch the streaming or you can watch the on-demand on Max. Is that correct, Aaron? Is that still an HBO show? I have to double-check. I believe it is. Um, check that out because they are with the Jets. So that's a uh, interesting show to watch as well. All right, Aaron, what else do we have? Raiders All-Pro wide receiver Devontae Adams, a first-team All-Pro each of the last three seasons, limped off the practice field today with what appeared to be a leg injury during a joint practice with the 49ers. Coach Josh McDaniel still scheduled to meet with the media, so no updates on his situation. But obviously would be a big loss for the Raiders if he is out for any significant time. Yeah, I the one thing I saw earlier today on that – was McDaniel saying that some now some somewhere I read that they didn't think it was too serious. Now of course it was reported right away. Um, okay, yeah, that was Josh McDaniel saying uh, that he didn't think uh, Adams suffered anything quote crazy serious after leaving practice earlier today. And that's the last thing I saw on that. Looked like a bit of a scary scene out there. McDaniel saying, I haven't seen anything. I don't think it was crazy serious. It was just kind of a bang-bang play, totally clean on both sides. Um, As McDaniels noted, uh, several more players were not practicing for Las Vegas on Friday, including receiver Hunter Renfro and edge rusher Chandler Jones so that is the latest on that particular story is at least the coach doesn't initially feel like it's anything that serious but Aaron you're totally right to say um, and that's a, that's been a guy that's disgruntled at sometimes but uh, but uh, I would say he is a top three or four wide receiver in the NFL and without him Raiders would be in serious trouble actually they're already in trouble yeah. Uh, just with their current roster, okay? But um, I do think um, – I do kind of like their quarterback, i got to say. I mean, he just kind of wins everywhere he goes. So, I I don't know. I kind of I kind of always, wherever he ends up, I feel like they're going to be okay. Texans quarterback C.J. Shroud vowed to learn from his efforts and, quote, keep growing after struggling. In his preseason debut last night, he went two for four with 13 yards and an interception in his two series as the Texans defeated the New England Patriots 20-9 to in the first preseason game. Head coach D'Amico Ryan says he wasn't concerned about the rookie quarterback struggles and had an overall positive view on the number two overall pick's performance. Uh, yeah, and I'm glad. I mean, the last thing you need from your coach is to – pile on or say anything negative I mean Aaron if you if you put the ball in the air four times I don't think we should probably draw 
too much from it. There, there was that interception, as the coach talked about. It was a veteran player that made it and made a pretty good play on the ball. I, I, I got to read some of what Stroud said after the game, and he owned it. I, I don't... I don't think we should get too excited when a quarterback plays well, a rookie quarterback in the preseason, or too down on them when they perform poorly. Two for four, that's not enough really to know. Now, Aaron, did you actually go back and did you see any of Stroud on the field, or did you just look at the numbers? I just saw the numbers. Uh I, I just saw a couple of highlights, and... First pass, he drops back, and he and he throws it for eight yards. But what I kind of saw, and I talked to uh, Glenn Stretch-Smith about this, was a guy that, if a guy doesn't ever get under center, I mean, maybe don't put him under center. I mean, let him kind of ease into this. My gosh, they had him under center, and he takes like a seven-step drop. And then, he, you know, he obviously gets hit. The ball doesn't come out of there or whatever in time. It gets hit. But, I mean, you can't have a guy who's never been under center and then go, hey, I want you to drop back seven steps. And uh, we're, we're going to ask you to do that right out of the chute. I, I think that's asking a lot. And, um, I, uh, I, again, I'm not going to overreact. But, uh I it's a, I just don't I don't always have a great deal of trust in the Texans coaching staff and I think that's for good reason but we'll see this is a new group Long before the San Francisco 49ers ran out of healthy quarterbacks in the NFC Championship game lost to the Philadelphia Eagles they began making contingency plans for the position in case they advanced to the Super Bowl one of those plans involved bringing in veteran signal caller Philip Rivers out of retirement to take on the Chiefs if they had made it. The uh, head coach of the Niners, Kyle Shanahan, said, quote, he was prepared to. Now that stuff we've talked about throughout the whole year, we would have had to seen how that was for the Super Bowl, but that was the plan for most of the year. So if the 49ers had won, there was an above-average chance that they would have been quarterbacked by Philip Rivers, who hadn't taken a snap for them in the Super Bowl. You know, I, I saw it, and I love stories like this. It's kind of fun to imagine what if Rivers has been a high school coach last couple of seasons. He's been out of the league since 2021, I think. 41 years old. Could he have been serviceable? Probably so. Aaron, I, Garoppolo was thinking he might have been able to make it back. So there's a chance they could have gotten Jimmy G back in there, but that would have been that would have made for a fun, fun scenario. It, it sadly it turned out not to be, you know, it, it it didn't it didn't make any difference because they lost. And but that is that's a bummer in the NFL when you pay that much money and you have that important of a position. It is crazy to get involved in a, in a game of that magnitude, NFC title game, and run out of quarterbacks. Aaron, I would almost, for the sake of the game, I would allow 
an extra quarterback to be carried in the postseason. I don't think you can ever get to a point where you can't play a quarterback. Or when you put Purdy back in, obviously he couldn't even throw the ball. He was having to hand off. That's not the way a game should end up in the postseason. All right, it is the the Matt Mosley Show. We got two hours to go. Man, we're just getting started. And we got a lot of great stuff planned for you. We got Rangers guest at 5. At 420, we're going to take a look around at our local high school football, see what everybody's doing, talk a little Baylor, um, and talk a little realignment. But uh, next, I've got some uh, I got some Rangers news for you. And then remember at 440, Campus Confidential, always one of everybody's favorite uh, favorite segments we do it all next hi this is chuck morgan of the texas rangers you're listening to the home of baylor athletics and rangers baseball espn central texas in business since the 1940s alamo steel of waco delivers over 30,000 tons of steel nationwide every year and now they're looking to grow their team They're hiring fitters, welders, machine operators, maintenance and electrical technicians, and supervisors for their plant. Day and evening shifts are available. After 90 days of full-time employment, Alamo Steel offers a comprehensive benefits plan including medical, dental, vision, short and long-term disability, life insurance, 401k, and more. Full-time positions offer 40-plus hours per week. PTO begins day one of full-time employment. Hourly employees are paid weekly. At Alamo Steel, they believe in above-average pay to attract well-qualified individuals. Apply in person Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, 2784 Old Dallas Road, one block off I-35 in Lacey Lakeview. Jesse Britt's Automotive wants to help your car get ready for the Texas heat. Now through Saturday, they're offering free automotive AC checkup with any vehicle service at Jesse Britt's Automotive. Plus, let them help keep your car roadworthy with their computerized alignments discounted for a limited time at only $49.99. The alignments come with free tire rotation and free visual brake inspection. Just mention this ad, Jesse Britt's Automotive. Discounting your prices, not your service. Boy, is it hot outside. Did you know that you can tell the temperature by counting a cricket's chirps? Did you know that heat waves can actually make train tracks bend? Or that a 2003 heat wave turned grapes to raisins while still on the vine? Hi there, it's the Foundation Doctor again. During this season of extreme heat, the soil is shrinking, the ground is moving, and we're seeing a lot of foundations starting to move around. Are you seeing new cracks in your walls? Is your shoulder sore from prying that pesky door open? Don't let your home suffer from heat exhaustion. At The Foundation Doctor, we've been curing these elements for many years, and we have the right prescription for you and your home. We have more experience and repair options than anyone in town. So when it comes to your greatest asset, trust the doctor. We'll get you back on level in no time. Give the doctor a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, The Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Saturday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Live from AT&T Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. 
Jeff Hunter Toyota has been part of the Waco community for over 30 years. I'm Amy Hunter, and we believe in its people, and we honor its history. We're proud to call Waco home. That's why we support the Baylor Bears, lend a hand to Fuzzy Friends Rescue, and aid the Waco Goodfellas. We also believe in hard work, the value of a dollar, and providing a quality product. That's what you'll find every day when you shop at Jeff Hunter Toyota. Shop Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco values. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at myatfuels.net. That's myatfuels.net. Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. What is Matt Mosley on a Friday, 408, rolling through and headed to the weekend. Everybody working for the weekend. Uh, and um, Eric Kelly coming up from Fox at 420. Always good to uh, hear from our Fox 44 affiliate. Eric does a nice job over there. He's been looking at some of these local high schools. Also been out at some of these Baylor practices. And we'll see what he's kind of learned in some of his visits out there. Um the the Rangers went out to the A's and saw a horrible team, and now they'll get to see San Francisco for three games. That's a good team, and of course that's where uh, that's where Bochi won World Series in 2010, 2012, and 2014. Um, it's going to be fun to to look at this series, watch this series, and see. How Bochi does, how the how the Rangers do, and Rangers finally lost a game the other day. Uh, Mariners continue to win a lot of games. They've kind of tried to hang on the periphery of this race. Uh, Astros have been in a pretty good place. They are they are two and a half games out, and uh, Rangers getting ready to go with uh, John Gray. Uh, this evening, and uh, in fact, we're waiting on. We like to get you the uh, uh, the lineups as soon as they come out. Now, Aaron, it's kind of fun to watch this to to see the little. Uh, they're they're getting us all excited. The Apple Plus. This is on Apple TV uh, tonight, and the Rangers and Giants, and they have a picture of Seeger up here. Aaron, this is uh, presented, it appears, by Chevron, the uh, 
the so I'm kind of I'm kind of curious. Uh, Aaron, do we figure out who the uh, announcers are for? Let's let's look at this the, for uh, Apple, uh, MLB. I'm kind of I'm kind of anxious to see who we might hear from tonight. MLB announcers, Apple TV. Let's see who pops up here. Uh, each week by Wayne Randazzo. Dontrell Willis, Aaron, remember him? He used to be with the uh, Marlins, the lefty, and used to be on Fox. I kind of like Dontrell Willis. And Heidi Watney, sideline reporter. Now, there's somebody else they appear to have. Alex Faust, Ryan Spillbores, the analyst, and Tricia Whitaker. Okay, don't know all these folks. I do know Dontrell Willis, so we'll see who is on the call for – for tonight's game, but uh, the play-by-play guys are Wayne Rendazzo, Rendazzo, and Alex Faust, F-A-U-S-T. And this is Friday Night Baseball. I find this interesting, Aaron. I think that's smart. When you people don't generally watch, they go out. Friday night's not a big TV watching. Saturday night not known as. Sunday night is. Everybody's getting ready for the work week. They're back home. They're in. They're not out. They're watching TV on Sunday nights. Thursday night used to be must-see TV night on NBC. If you're a streaming service and you win the rights or you you buy the rights to a baseball, a Major League Baseball package, I think you're smart to put it on a weird night, to put it on Friday night and kind of lean into it because – you, if you try to do Monday, then once you're going to get crushed by other things. Um, obviously, football did the right thing, ABC, all those years ago. But uh, I, I think uh, I think I'm kind of looking forward to that streaming that this evening after perhaps uh, a bit of pickleball. Aaron, have uh, have you introduced uh, have you have you introduced uh, yourself to pickleball yet? I have not. I just, I don't know. It doesn't really interest me a lot. Okay. I would say that 50% of our audience is now playing pickleball. I think that's a, I think that's a fair assessment. It's uh, becoming extremely popular. In fact, Eric Kelly, very young guy out of Mizzou, who was a TV guy, TV anchor, sports director over at Fox 44. I guarantee, Aaron, we get him on. Remind me, here in about seven minutes. Eric, do you are you playing some pickleball? The answer will be yes. Um, and then, Aaron, on another, uh, we've been talking some baseball. There's a, a story that came out, oh, about an hour ago, that – the Orioles play-by-play uh, broadcaster Kevin Brown is expected to return to the broadcast booth for tonight's game against the Seattle Mariners. He has not been on television since July 23rd when he made a reference to Baltimore's lack of success against the Rays in previous years. He said on Friday, quote, that he has a quote, wonderful relationship with the organization. Okay. According to reports Monday, ownership took issue with his comment, and Brown has not appeared on MASN television broadcast since. Um, 
he had noted that the Orioles had won as many games at Tropicana Field in 2023 as they had in the past three years combined. Aaron, one of the most thin-skinned decisions I've ever seen by a team. But that's nothing. That is absolutely nothing. Um, I, I mean, I think finally Del Hansen got kicked off the Cowboys broadcast years ago, but think of all the things he said. <laughs> I mean, it probably yes. took a years of just battering Jerry ever not every night, you know, to make something like that happen. They finally, finally had enough. And I think they I think they broke up Del Hansen and Brad Sham on the broadcast. Um Brown posted this on social media. He said recent media reports have mischaracterized my relationship with my adopted hometown Orioles. The fact is that I have a wonderful relationship with the organization and our ownership and front office has fully supported me since 2019 when I first came aboard. I ask that everyone disregard the distracting noise of the past few days. I have worked closely with O's Senior Vice President Greg Bader for the past four years and John Angelos and I have a solid dialogue based on mutual respect. We are all good here in Birdland. (laughs) I hate that he had to... Put out that statement. Embarrassing. It is. Um, He's worked for Orioles as a TV and radio commentator since 2019. And he's also on uh, play-by-play commentator on several um, college sports, uh, sports across ESPN platforms. So he got suspended for absolutely nothing and then had to write a note telling everybody how great the Orioles owner is. I get everything. Yeah, yeah. And I'm in no really. way disparaging him. I, you know, I, yeah. I'm just talking about the situation as a whole is really. They basically really... told him to put that thing out there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and then Aaron, and we'll get into this in uh, in Campus Confidential. I did want us to comment on this at some point. Iowa and Iowa State players continue uh, to be named as part of this betting scandal. If you wonder to yourself, well, I wonder if they put some sports books in our state. Would the kids maybe be tempted to get involved and uh, and maybe bet on some games? Well, yeah, the answer is yes. Um, the Iowa coach Kirk Ferentz told reporters Friday he's still gathering information and learning about the involvement of his players in the gambling. Aaron – how long has he been gathering information on that? I mean, this has been in May. Iowa announced that 26 athletes in five different sports were being investigated for wagering on sports. Uh, it was revealed this week that three more members of the Iowa football program have been charged in the state's investigation into sports wagering. That's receiver Jack Johnson, as well as former players Arlen Bruce the Fourth. And Reggie Bracy, what can you do to them, Aaron, if they've already left? Now, if they still have eligibility left, maybe something can happen to them. But uh, I, for instance, did say I think the key point here is betting on our games, and that is to me, it's a deal breaker. If that end is in fact proven to be true. She says, so we'll deal with that when we get there. But I think as we move forward, I think 
at least in my opinion, it's been a learning process. <laughs> That's good, Aaron. I mean, sometimes you need a massive betting scandal to just kind of learn, learn a few things about your team and all that kind of stuff. So um, congratulations to uh, to Iowa in Iowa State on being a part of a great learning process. Aaron, say a prayer for Iowa State, okay? Because they're going to have a long season. Well, yeah. I mean, they don't have much of an offense, and they got kicked out recently of the great AAU, one of the elite academic uh, designations in the country, and Iowa State was sent packing. They said, listen, we love some of your – some of your work on corn and some of the wheat fields around here. We love what you did, but uh, we're going to have to kick you out of our club because you're not doing enough in other areas. Research. Nebraska also sent packing. The four new border schools in the Big 12, all members of the AAU. We are now one of the smartest conferences in the land because of these four. Who knew, Aaron? All these years, I've, I mean, I've always had respect for all these new schools that are joining us. I didn't know how smart they were. All right, uh, Eric Kelly, speaking of smart people, Fox 44, this man went to Mizzou. I think Mizzou is in every academic designation you can have. If you, if you want to know, Aaron, how smart they are, just ask a Mizzou graduate. <laughs> but Eric's not like that. He's pretty He's pretty. Uh, uh, humble. He's a humble guy. Uh, it is Eric Kelly, Fox 44, joins us next. This is ESPN Central Texas. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Summer is here and so is home improvement season. It's time to get those windows replaced. Call Universal Windows Direct to Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. That's UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. Or call 254-301-7760. And be sure to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I just wanted to take a quick second and tell you guys that we are available. We have appointments. If you have any questions about cracking your sheetrock, doors sticking, or if you're looking to buy a home and you have concerns, please feel free to give us a call. We'll send somebody out to take a look. Our number is 254-235-4922, or you can find us at fixitjimmy.com. 
Are you ready to elevate your Waco experience to a whole new level? Look no further than the Baylor Club, where you can indulge in one-of-a-kind luxury and unwind in our exclusive lounge area. Located in the heart of McLean Stadium, this elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs. With a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality, we take pampering to a whole new level. For interest in membership or to schedule your next private event, call 254-710-8080. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they will also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center. 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville at cnccollisioncenter.com and find them on Facebook. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, it is the Matt Mosley Show. ESPN Central Texas. Campus Confidential coming up at 440. Eric Kelly from Fox 44, he loves Campus Confidential. He always tries to be in his car when he's driving around to all these high schools and everything. Uh, he's like, hey, it's 440. It's time to it's time to turn the Mosley show on. I'm trying to see why Eric's out here like uh, posting stuff from the women, Texas A&M women's basketball. But it dawns on me. Eric also does some work down in College Station. I mean, you know, you'll you'll go down there and check out the Aggies from time to time. And apparently, uh Eric, uh, there's something going on with Gary Blair. Oh, Gary Blair's going in the Basketball Hall of Fame, isn't he? Look at that picture, Eric. Doesn't that almost look like Spurrier? I had to do. I had to look twice to make sure that. But that's Gary Blair going in the Basketball Hall of Fame. All right, Eric. I'll stop talking and welcome you to my show. Thanks, man. Thank you. Thank you for that, that long introduction. I loved it. It makes me feel so regal every time. And if you're talking about me driving around to high school football practice at 440, the only time I have my radio on and I'm in the car is 440 a.m., not as much 440 p.m. at this point in time. You're supposed to lean in to always. Now, 440, you're probably getting ready to anchor some coverage. You and Parker, you know, putting some nice packages, high school packages together. Now, I was looking, I, you know, and I, I kind of like, I know when you take a day off, by the way, 
because I'll go like 16 hours without seeing one of these high school practices. I'm like, Eric must be, Eric must be trying to take a day off or something. But I always kind of enjoy the footage you get, Eric. And I, I know you, you know, you enjoy seeing these coaches too. But like going out to see Academy and then whoever this lefty is for Academy. Oh, look at that Academy A on that football. See that, Eric, that's how, that's what the big timers do. They do these kind of nice shots of the academy football there at midfield, just sitting on the ground. And then you cut straight to the quarterback completing a, a left-handed bomb. Uh, Eric, what did you, you think when you went out there to uh, academy? And, and it's a veteran coach they have. But, boy, he's very early in the process out there at academy. What, uh, what did you make of that scene? Yeah, first of all, talking about that quarterback, love a quarterback that's rocking a jersey in the 80s, first of all. That's always a good sign, I feel like, for any team. And you talked about it, Mark Mullins, guy who's been in the coaching ranks for a long time, getting that chance to be a head coach now with the Bumblebees. Veteran team as well, a lot of seniors back on this team, only replacing, I think, eight lettermen from this past season. So a team that's had a lot of success recently, kind of taking those steps forward into where – they make the playoffs every time. And anytime you can make a replacement, a head coach always helps when uh, a guy has experience with the team that he's now the head coach of. And obviously Mullins has that having been the OC last year. So that's, I think, a lot of what they talked about. Yeah, it's a new head coach, but it's still that same kind of system. There's not as much change as maybe you would have if you bring a guy in from another school or another area. So it's kind of like that momentum's continuing to build forward for an academy team that can take advantage of having so much, so many seniors this year and really have a good season. Now, when the Bees take on uh, Hillsboro, there will be a light show. I mean, see, I go down these rabbit holes when I'm checking on what you're up to. In John Glover Stadium, and I think our friend Darby might have done a story on John Glover Stadium at some point. Anyway, it'll be the first light show, and these college teams do the light shows. I kind of think they're entertaining. They're kind of fun. Uh, Baylor's doing a little bit more of that in the Feral. They're kind of turning off the lights, and then they'll do some weird things with the lights. I don't know if they'll do that at McLean ever, but that's kind of neat. I mean, I, 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 Eric, did you take a peek at that, what they're doing out there at at John Glover with a with a light show where they can flash the lights on and off and kind of get the crowd excited out there? I, I did not, Matt. Was not, surprisingly, that was not on my list of uh, things that that I was looking for when I was yeah. down there. But I uh, but I will say, John Glover Stadium, one of the nicer stadiums uh, down in that area. I really enjoy going there. All these schools now, I feel like everywhere I go, no matter what where they are. Uh, constantly impressed by the quality of Texas high school football stadiums. Just being a guy from Ohio, I remember when I was in high school 10 years ago, grass fields everywhere. Now to come here and see turf everything is always really impressive. Now, you were impressed by this coach from Shoemaker who was out there in the past 24 hours or 48 hours on an 104-degree day. And I hope they're doing it in the morning or evenings. We do not need these kids out there at 2 or 3 in the afternoon right now. Uh, now, some people started school, so you can't really get them out there till about 5 o'clock or 6 o'clock. But I wish they would wait even. You need to kind of, if you're going to practice, need to let that sun start going down and think about doing that at 7 o'clock. I'm here for everybody, all right? for all, <laughs> I'm sure the athletic trainers are agreeing with me. But 
you you took a picture of a coach on a day when it was 104 and it felt like 110, and he's out there in a <laughs> he's got his sweatshirt and sweatpants on, uh, shoemaker gray wolves gear. Uh, Eric, I hope you're not dressing like that. Are you a guy that likes to keep the hoodie on even on a hot day? Uh, absolutely not. Never in a million years. I'm an easy sweater, Matt. I don't need any help from a sweatshirt or sweatpants any day of the week. Really, I was just impressed in general with high school football coaches around Central Texas that we went and talked to. I would honestly say the majority of them, at a minimum, had a long sleeve T-shirt on. Now, when I talked to a couple of them and commented on that, a lot of them, they say, yeah, I'm kind of fair-skinned, so I just don't like to be out in the sun and I like to protect my skin in that way, which I can respect a thousand times out of a thousand. Uh, still don't understand how they're able to survive, though, with the long sleeve T-shirts. That's about as impressive a, a feat as I've seen all summer and now into the fall. All right, some coaches are covering up tattoos. I'm not saying it's the high school coaches, but I, I know of at least one college coach who was always rumored, like, why does he always wear a long sleeve? And it was always rumored he was covering up a tattoo. Eric, when you see when you see some of those long sleeves in crazy weather, at least give that a thought. All right. Eric Kelly from Fox forty four joined the Matt Mosley show. Now what about your, your trip out to see Ellison? Uh you mentioned Shoemaker. Um man, my man Alan Hare's out there. I'm always kind of interested in what he's out up to. Harker Heights, an incredible team. We'll see what Harker Heights and Temple, as they get it on. When you went out there, Colleen direction, what, are some of, what were some of your biggest takeaways as you were kind of looking around, investigating what everybody was up to out there with the Eagles and everybody else? Yeah, I'll start with one of those last schools you talked about, Harker Heights, who I went and saw pretty early uh, yesterday morning. I'm really impressed by what I saw out of the night there because I think a lot of conversation, or at least what you would look at, just looking at this team and the roster makeup, losing a guy like Rashawn Sanford on the offensive side of the ball, who was a two-time Mr. Texas football finalist, you would assume the offense would kind of lose a step a little bit. But the advantage of having a guy like their senior quarterback, Dylan Plake, who's been starting since he was a sophomore and having success since he was a sophomore, that offense looks about as crisp as you'll ever see. Also helps when you have a guy like Mark Humble, who had all that success at Killeen High School and also went on and played college football. So I was really impressed by Harker Heights and the steps that they were able to take forward, especially scheme-wise. Having that spring was huge for the Knights when I talked to them. We'll also go to the first school you talked about, Ellison. Really what they talked about the entire time was how much continuity they built over this summer and spring. They said a little bit at times last year, it felt like there were just different pockets of players that all played together. But now they kind of have that continuity and connectingness. Connectingness. I, you know what? We'll try that thing. That yeah. really is going to bring them together uh, this year. In an interesting matchup, it was Ellison and Harker Heights last year in game one. It'll be the same thing again this year. And then Shoemaker, another thing, a lot of talent, experienced team, a lot of guys who, even if they didn't directly start coming back, a lot of guys who have those game reps. Uh, for Toby Foreman, a guy who's had plenty of talent uh, that he's coached over the years. I like that. I like that picture you had of Allen uh, out at Chaparral, Allen Hare. I mean, just that he had a little bit of a smirk on his face. 
He's, he's got that – the hair is always good, and he's got those shades. Allen just looks – he's always in charge. It's good to see him out there in uh, doing that thing. Now, Eric, you also – you were you were talking about a reposting. We don't retweet anymore. We repost. The final five, Kobe Black. I mean, I, I love looking at, like, what's happening at Lake Belton, what's happening at Conley. I mean, every time we just look up, you see it at Temple – and, and we got five stars in our midst. And I'm not a huge recruiting guru. I never pretend to be that way. But I do like kind of watching it and checking that thing out. Kobe Black. Wow. And, I, and I, you know, I got to say, I know that's not Baylor green and gold, but I, I see it and I'm like, come on, Kobe. Come on. At least consider my alma mater. I mean, you're, you're within a stone's throw of us. But Ohio State, LSU. UT, the Aggies are on there. Um, what are you getting? Are you getting any sense on uh, where Kobe's leaning as he starts to uh, narrow down his choices for the 2024 early signing period? Yeah, I can't say that I am right now. If any of those uh, fans from those schools are listening in and trying to get a read on it, not exactly sure right now where he's headed specifically, but I will piggyback on the the point you made about the level of talent in central Texas. Obviously I think it gets undershadowed a little bit because you have Houston in the area, Austin in the area, Dallas in that general area as well. But really the talent that's been coming out of this area is crazy all the way from places like you said, six, a level temple all the way down to a place like Marlin, who's had multiple guys go to Texas at the two, a level in the past few seasons. So really I think more than ever, we're seeing more four-star, five-star talent come out of this area. And it's reflected in how much success these teams have had, not only in the area level and in the district level, but also teams making deep runs to the postseason, going toe-to-toe with some of those schools from Dallas and Houston and Austin. All right. I even think about, like, Bryson Jackson. Uh, you know, I mean, well, he's a safety for the Bears, but the, ki- the kid that came out of Franklin, that uh, running back, isn't he Bryson? Is there a Bryson that's uh, – uh, anyway, I, I was watching him uh, last year as they went to state, what, and he's already on the Baylor roster. What, a, what an incredible uh, young player that guy is. What are you uh, – speaking of Baylor, what are you already experiencing as you, uh, as you make the trip over there and you participate? I think I heard your voice talking to Clark Barrington. I mean, a monstrous – he and his brother Campbell have come to town – Six, I don't know, he's like 6'5", 308 pounds. Are you starting to get a feel from talking to these players in this team? Do you kind of, are you starting to think the Bears at least have a shot to make some noise in this conference? Yeah, they certainly have the talent to do so. The big question is, will all that talent kind of form into a team that can compete at the Big 12 level? Big thing Dave Aranda has talked about, and we've seen it uh, throughout this offseason, is really the Bears have embraced the transfer portal more than maybe they did the year before. You got Mike Smith from Liberty, who's going to make a big impact for the team this year. You mentioned the Barrington brothers. Keetron Jackson, another guy from Arkansas, he torched A&M last year in that game in Jerry World, scored the first touchdown of the contest on a long score. And we asked Blake Shapin, about him and what stands out about a guy like Keetron Jackson. Mm-hmm. He says his athleticism 
is the first thing. So for a Baylor wide receiver unit that has some depth to it, but is really wide open in terms of which guy is going to come out and be that number one dude for the Bears this year, I think Keyshawn Jackson could be a guy to keep your eyes on. And the other thing is really the running back room. I think the running back room is about as deep as any in the country. We saw, obviously, Quaylen Jones no longer on the team there. But you talked about a guy like Bryson Washington. A lot of people have said could make that case to get some carries this year, even amongst the loaded top two backfield, which includes some guys that Clark Barrington said are as good as any that he's ever blocked for. And you got to look at that thinking about the fact that he did play at BYU and blocked for Tyler Algier, who's now about to start his second season with the Falcons at the NFL level. So that's, I think, a big thing with this Baylor team. A lot of talent. The question is, will that talent reflect in the win and loss column? That was a nice way of uh, correcting me from earlier because I knew that didn't sound right. But Bryson Washington from Franklin, you were talking about some of the smaller teams in the area, and that's another juggernaut, you're right, of a back. And I I was kind of down about the Quaylen thing. I kind of liked him. I still like him. But I I think they're going to be okay. I think they're pretty deep at that position, and uh, I'm glad they're playing the transfer portal game now. I mean, you have to do it. Basketball, it's getting just out of hand. Football's been crazy. I mean, the quarterbacks this year, um, did you see that? I don't know if you saw that story the other day, uh, Eric. 63% of all Power 5 starting quarterbacks that are projected to start are all transfers. I mean, we're seeing that position especially the huge in the uh, – in the transfer market. Well, uh, have you gotten your arms around these new teams in the Big 12? Do you find yourself, Eric, starting to to maybe pay a little more attention to Arizona, Arizona State, um, some of these other, you know, Colorado, obviously. It's, um, it's, it's kind of sad for those Pac-12 schools that are left over, but it's exciting to have new conference members and uh, to think ahead to what should be a highly entertaining conference um, this season, but also in 2024. Yeah, man, I think every local media market has to mentally prepare for the next year to increase that travel budget a little bit, to start sending people all along the West and East Coast to cover what is the new Big 12. Also, I don't know about you, Matt, I think if a team wants to come to the Big 12, all they got to do is pay Baylor to be in a non-conference slate. You had Utah this year, BYU mm-hmm. a couple of years ago, both in that non-conference for Baylor football. Now both are in to the Big 12. But I think it's only good for the Big 12, a conference that a couple of years ago when Texas and Oklahoma were, were starting to leave, people thought that this conference was on life support. Now you could argue it's amongst the top three conferences in all of college athletics. And you think about the names, you talked about some of those. Anywhere Dion goes, uh, entertainment uh, also mm-hmm. comes around with it. Also, I know Oregon and Washington were kind of those big names because they went to the Big Ten. You think, okay, those are kind of the schools people are pushing after. I think if you make the argument, Utah over the past five years has been as good as any Pac-12 team in terms of the football space and the way that the Utes uh, have produced on the football field. So really the Big 12, uh, I think it's, an int- it's a reason for people to stay up late on Saturday. Not that people needed more of a reason, but now – there's a reason to observe that Pac-12 after dark because maybe it could become Big 12 after dark. I don't know who the Big 12 or the Big 10 gets that moniker uh, when both yeah. teams at from the West Coast. 
Yeah, let's and I say brought Colorado back, bring Missouri back. Bring bring I mean, I guess the Tigers at your alma mater, I guess they do kind of like the association with the SEC. I don't know how fun it's been. I know those trips have to be a lot of fun, but it is funny to see Colorado 13 years later turn around and come right back to us. And Mizzou could do it, Eric, because the team they all hated and were sick of dealing with running the conference is gone. They're coming to the uh, uh, the SEC, the mighty SEC. So I find it I find it somewhat funny that Colorado and everybody else got out of here trying to leave Texas behind, and now Texas follows some of those folks to the SEC. Hey, man, I would argue that we are having a perfectly good time in the SEC, two-time SEC East champions. Thank you very much. I'll take a lot. No disparaging on the Missouri football team. We're doing great in the SEC. Uh, but I think it's interesting that <laughs> – the, the, I find it interesting, Matt, that the conference that first started this kind of – realignment is somehow the one that still has the regional aspect of it. I like your opinion on this, actually, what you think, because I think that's been the major concern for a lot of people is you kind of lose the regionality of some of these conferences now with this expansion. Personally, anything that makes these games happen, I'll take, but I'm interested to hear what you say about uh, regionality and, and the conversation surrounding it. Yeah, well, we we all still love it and and yearn for it like the old SWC days. And that's why, you know, we we got so tied into TV markets that you don't think about, hey, what's just best? What's best for some of these games? But the SEC just kind of has it. And even these far-flung things, we used to think, what's Arkansas doing the SEC? Well, they're bordering these states. I mean, now it all kind of makes since but at the time teams were doing this eric everybody was up in arms like what's mizzou doing why are they doing this well you know it's a fit it's all a fit in some ways but uh uh yeah the sec and of course they now have texas and ou and you're you're totally right it's more of an old school conference than anything else around it but um i i wish we could get away from just thinking wait who do we have the dallas market well we already have i mean like the smu thing yeah, don't get me started, Eric. There's a lot to be talked about on that front. But uh, listen, it was good to uh, catch up with you. Keep up the great work on these high schools. I I love these things. I, if you're wondering who's consuming this, I'm one of them. I kind of want to know what's happening in Colleen. I want to look at uh, when you went out to Midway the other day. I mean, on a daily basis, <clears throat> that's the kind of stuff I'm following. So keep up the great work, and uh, you and Parker, and uh, re- really appreciate the time. Thank you, man. If you ever want to go on a three-hour tangent about how good the old conferences were, I will give you that ear. <laughs> That's right. You'll bring a camera. Bring a camera up to the studios. I've got. I'll, I'll be happy to provide some uh, some of that for you. But uh, all right, Eric. Well, I appreciate it. Be good. Thank you. You as well, Matt. All right, there he goes from uh, Fox Forty Four. Eric Kelly joining us. Good stuff from Eric. All right, we'll do some campus <clears throat> confidential here, and then we may. Come back to it at 520 because there's a lot to Aaron's got a lot on his plate, a lot to deal with and talk about today. And then a reminder at five o'clock, we've got a Rangers broadcaster, uh, Chris Blake, uh, been around the Rangers his whole life. And uh, we've got a lot to visit uh, with him about. And that'll happen at five o'clock straight up next. It is Campus Confidential. 
Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. During the Make This the Summer event, say big on a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Limited with $3,500 plus 2.9% for 72 months. Or a 2023 Jeep Gladiator Sport with employee pricing for all plus 1.9% for 72 months. And an extra $1,000 rebate. Or if that's not enough, get a 2023 Jeep Compass 10% off MSRP. That's right, and no payments for 90 days on all offers. Find the Jeep that fits you at Allen Samuels in Waco. Do you want a brand new boat? Right now you can get a boat cheaper than ever before at Marineland Boating Center, home of Yamaha Boats. For Marineland Boating Center's 40th anniversary sale, we're slashing prices like never before. For a limited time, you could save almost $10,000 on an awesome new boat. Also, for a limited time, we are offering a free water sports accessories package worth $1,000 with select Yamaha boats. But hurry, this 40th anniversary sale only lasts for 40 days or until we sell 40 boats, will you be one of the lucky few to save thousands of dollars? Imagine the happiness you would feel owning a new boat. Imagine the fun you could have. Imagine the feeling of freedom and relaxation you'll feel when you're out on the water. Check us out online at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com or Google Marineland Boating Center to see our reviews and you can see for yourself why we are the highest rated boating center in Central Texas. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Saturday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Live from AT&T Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Rise and dine with the Fiesta Brunch at La Fiesta every Saturday morning. Come enjoy family recipes made from scratch like huevos rancheros, breakfast enchiladas, chicken and waffles, or on the lighter side, avocado toast. And don't forget to try their Mexican coffee, fresh squeezed orange juice, or even a peach bellini. It's a Fiesta Brunch. La Fiesta, located off Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. Drive it forward with the First Central Credit Union Auto Loan this summer. First Central will donate to your local Boys and Girls Club when you refinance or get a new or used auto loan. You save and every auto loan activates a donation to be given to your area after school programs. Plus, you get to keep your cash. No payments for 90 days. It is money for kids and a new ride for you. Visit FirstCentralCU.com today for details and apply online. Everything we do, we do for you. Member NCUA. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I just wanted to take a quick second and tell you guys that we are available. We have appointments. If you have any questions about cracking your sheetrock, doors sticking, or if you're looking to buy a home and you have concerns, please feel free to give us a call. We'll send somebody out to take a look. Our number is 254-235-4922, or you can find us at fixitjimmy.com. Campus Confidential is brought to you by Jim Turner Chevrolet, where they say we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor and we treat you like family. Check them out at TurnerChevy.com. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. 
Oh, it is Matt Mosley. And um, it is uh, time for some Campus Confidential as news uh, comes in from across the country on a lot of different fronts. Betting news, realignment news, fallout from uh, last week's huge, uh, all the blockbuster with uh, the Pac-12 basically imploding. Lots to choose from. Let's see where Aaron Sexton begins today. We will start with the Iowa-Iowa State betting scandal. More players implicated. We already knew that Iowa State quarterback Hunter Deckers was unlikely to see the field this year after being implicated in the betting scandal. Now, according to court records, Iowa State running back Jarrell Brock, who is expected to be the starter, defensive lineman Isaiah Lee, and tight end Deshaun Hanika, were all, and offensive lineman Jacob Rinsberg were all charged with tampering of records in Iowa Division of Criminal Investigations probe into sports wagering at the two in-state universities. The defensive tackle Lee was actually accused of betting against his team when Iowa State played Texas in 2021. That game, Iowa State actually won 30-7, so he lost his bet. There were also... Uh, more Iowa players accused. But I think the biggest takeaway from that story was about the defensive tackle Lee from Iowa State who actually bet against Iowa State when they played Texas. He had one tackle in the game, by the way. He did play late and had one tackle. Yeah, awful, awful. I mean, I've got no sympathy really for anybody who's trying to bet on their own games i mean it seems like you know, it would naturally send off alarm bells in your head doing that but to be in uniform and to have inside knowledge of course of of who might be participating in practice and who might not be uh and to go out there and bet against your own team uh that's a different level and that's uh i think probably all of it should be Zero tolerance, but boy, betting against your own team in a game you're playing, uh, it uh, because that then puts it into are they giving their all? I mean, went out there and made a tackle in a game. Now, Aaron, did you have uh, that game you're referring to where the defensive lineman bet against his team uh, again, a game against Texas? I'm going to assume the Longhorns did in fact win that game. Does it does it have the result of the game? No, in yeah, that story? no, they lost. Uh, Iowa State beat them thirty to seven in that game. I think it was oh, twenty twenty. How long ago was this? That's interesting. When was this? When was this? Two thousand twenty one or twenty two? I guess you, I think twenty twenty one. Yeah, he okay. it was uh, Texas it's a while back. Yeah, Iowa State beat Texas yeah. thirty to seven. I mean, think about that. That's a good Iowa State team with those great tight ends. And that might have been the year, Aaron, I can't remember which year, they were, you know, favored to be like a top, predicted to be a top ten type program. I mean, that would have been, Purdy would have been playing for them still. And you bet against your own team? In a game you end up beating Texas 30-7? to Oh, my gosh, that's bad. That is really, really a bad look uh, for the uh, – for the Iowa State youngsters. And, again, I, I think it's every team needs to remind its players and talk to its players. But these states where they legalize betting, 
I mean, you know, here's some of the stuff that can happen. And if there's five to six uh, books, sports books in the state, and it becomes that prevalent, then it makes sense that some of these players may be interested in laying down some bets. Aaron, we once upon a time went to college. Was anybody gambling? Well, sure they were. Sure they were. I mean, I knew somebody from my high school that went off to Baylor and was basically a bookie. I mean, that happened way back in the day. And uh, there were bookies on campus. Yeah. There were bookies on campus. Uh, I, I hate to narrow it down quite that much. I shouldn't have announced my hometown. But it did happen. It did happen. And um, and so now that it's legalized, I mean, you know, I, I, I think it would have been a way harder to catch any player doing it back then. Now they're just getting online and putting a bet and trying to put it under somebody else's name. My gosh, they might as well just go turn themselves in. I mean, you might just say, here's my eligibility. I've just bet on a game because you're just handing it in. And still the dumbest one of all was that Alabama coach who's like sending – you know, oh, the baseball coach, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the Alabama baseball coach who sends somebody to a betting window to bet against Alabama because he just scratched one of his starters and he's starting a guy who hadn't started a game in a month. I mean, there's a good way to end your career. There's a good way if you want to blow up your coaching career. The guy's a head coach in the SEC making good money. What are you making in the SEC? You're making at least like 600000 700000 a year. And he just blows up his own career because he's going to try to bet on a game. I mean, I kind of have more sympathy for the uh, 18 to 20-year-old. Now, not if you're going to bet against your team. Like, you deserve what's coming if you bet against your your team. But I, I have more sympathy for these college kids than I do for that coach. What an embarrassment he is to the – I mean, because you put a – that's a blight on the entire coaching industry. For somebody to make a decision like that. Oklahoma had a hole in their football non-conference schedule after joining the SEC because they were scheduled to play Georgia in non-conference in 2024. They filled that today. They will play the Houston Cougars. The SEC, in voting to keep an eight-game conference schedule early this year, mandated also that its members must play at least one non-conference Power 5 opponent in 2024 so the Sooners will meet that requirement by playing the Cougars the Cougars will get a return trip from Oklahoma September 7th uh, excuse me September 16th 2028 in the home and home series between Oklahoma and Houston what but the next the next one will be 2024 (laughs) home and home that's what one they, of them's in 24 and one of them's in 2028 just seems happening. ridiculous. Well, well you're right. They yeah. could change by then, this and that. And if I'm the Big 12, I, I think I would be telling my new schools not to be helping Oklahoma with anything. I mean, what you gotta you got to do what's best and fill your schedule and, and all that, but I would not be bending over backwards to – to help, if OU has a hole in his schedule, I'm, I'd be telling my Big Twelve member schools, "Hey, that's not that's not for, that was their decision to leave us. It's not on us to be filling holes in our schedule with UT or Texas." Now, some schools are still going to try to play UT. 
Texas Tech desperately wants to keep playing them. And if they want to do that, you know, whatever. I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fight that battle. But if I'm U of H, I mean, I I, I if I'm your mark, I would be kind of putting the word out on the street. We do not need to be helping the Sooners with their scheduling. I mean, fortunately, we all landed on our, you know, in the right way. But they all put us in a horrible spot. Houston, stop trying to help OU. <laughs> and by the way, I'm, I'm still, I mean, it's crazy that the Big 12, whoever made the schedule, has Baylor not play in Oklahoma State or Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. My gosh. I mean, I... I, I I guess Baylor fans are probably kind of like, well, that's kind of nice to miss those schools. Well, I don't know. Kick OU while they're down. They barely were bowl eligible last year. OU, OSU, we don't even know who their quarterback is. I think they got Alan Bowman. That guy's had like a, you know, he's been injured since like 2016. Gee. I mean, Oklahoma State and Baylor is a nice rivalry. How do you take like a, I mean, Put somebody else in. I mean, don't eliminate a Baylor OSU game. That's just crazy. Former Baylor head coach Art Browse has a new job. The International Football Alliance, a new spring professional league with three teams in the U.S. and three in Mexico, has hired the former Baylor coach as the head coach of their Dallas team. In addition, former Washington State coach Nick Rolovich will coach one of the other teams, the IFA, plans to begin play in June of 2024 with two teams in Texas, one in San Diego, and three teams in Mexico. Also, one of the other coaches of one of the other unnamed teams is Hal Mummy, the originator of the Air Raid offense. So some name, well-known names and yet another yeah. spring football league. Yeah, I don't know. This football league, you know, like yeah. they can only have 20 um, U.S.-born players on the team, and then you have to have the internationals. And so I, it's it's kind of nice for folks from uh, Mexico and other countries or whatever. to. I mean, this is like some kind of NAFTA agreement. Uh, you know, I we can debate. This is for when we need have more time. Uh, should Art have had a chance to go on with his career? Um, I mean, I, I, his, his, his career um, is over. I mean, you know, obviously he, had, he got that one high school job. He's coached in Italy. They tried to hire him at Grambling. Um, I, he's 67 years old. He still would love to coach. He's one of the greatest coaches in America. Um, it's just, it is, for whatever reason, Aaron, I mean, and again, this, we don't have time to get into this, but it, it is interesting that uh, – some coaches, almost no matter what, they're going to get, like, freeze and everything else, they're going to get second chances. Petrino, um, I guess the scandal was so huge at Baylor, they just cannot, nobody can can bring Art in. They can't stand the, the, uh, the blowback that they will get. Should Art have a chance to coach somewhere? Well, I mean, again, I'm not going to get into that debate right now. I will say I – Speaking of mummy, I I think Coach Leach was was at the time we lost him um, was was really wanting to get Art back in in some capacity. I do know that, but anyway, we'll see. Um, Art's still a friend of mine, and uh, 
that whole thing, man, it just that's uh, there's just too much there. Um, oh, go ahead, Aaron. One more. Yeah, uh, a pretty big recruiting news, a big pickup for Texas football. They got a commitment from five-star defensive end Colin Simmons. He picked Texas over LSU and Miami. He is the number seven overall recruit in the 2024 ESPN 300 and the top-ranked defensive end in the country. So a big commitment for Texas. Yep, enormous news, and and, uh, we led with that. Uh, yesterday, big time. I mean, what a what a huge deal. He's a great, great uh, player, and uh, that is that's a big one for Texas as they were duking it out with LSU, with Miami uh, in uh, in third place. All right, we'll talk some Rangers with a uh, Rangers broadcaster, Chris Blake. Next, ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. We're teaming up with the McGregor Volunteer Fire Department to help raise money for repairs and maintenance on their fire trucks and equipment. They will be selling raffle tickets for three opportunities to win a rifle, and we will draw the winners live at Jim Turner Chevrolet on August 19th at 1 o'clock. We will also be accepting cash donations and serving free hot dogs. So come out and show your support for the local heroes. And remember, we're just our beat away at McGregor. We'll treat you like family. Sometimes we say that a person has a wealth of experience. I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Accumulating wealth is like gaining experience. Both demand hard work. If you'd like to grow your hard-earned wealth, let me put more than 25 years of experience to work for you. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. There are lots of reasons to own a golf cart. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake at campground. Perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh yeah, and golf carts are pretty great for playing golf too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf carts for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at SyntechSportsFan.com. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I just wanted to take a quick second and tell you guys that we are available. We have appointments. If you have any questions about cracking your sheetrock, doors sticking, or if you're looking to buy a home and you have concerns, please feel free to give us a call. We'll send somebody out to take a look. Our number is 254-235-4922, or you can find us at FixItJimmy.com. Attention Baylor alumni near and far. Are you ready to reconnect, reminisce, and make a lasting impact? Look no further than the Baylor Line Foundation, your alumni partner for life. Whether you're a recent graduate or a seasoned alum, Baylor Line Foundation is the place to stay connected with fellow alumni through exciting events, networking opportunities, and exclusive access to Baylor stories. Rekindle old friendships and forge new ones while cheering on our beloved Bears. To find out more, visit thebaylorlinefoundation.com. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. 
from the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. This is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show. And uh, Chris Blake, our next guest, used to hang out with me. Galloway and Company, our show for years, 103.3. Then it became uh, the afternoon show, Mosley and Callishaw. Chris, uh, hope all is well. I mean, as you're getting ready for these Rangers broadcasts, you're a news hound at KRLD. I, I knew you before you launched into that whole world, so it's fun to see you doing all that. How are you doing, sir? How are you? Well, doing uh, doing fine, and um, it is uh, it is fun to be seeing headlines like uh, you know the Ra- Rangers playoff picture, where the AL West and overall seating stands. How does the schedule shape up the rest of the year? I mean, Chris, we were out in the wilderness for like seven years, weren't we? I mean, this is first time in your lifetime you've really seen the Astros and the Rangers uh, really good at the same time. There might have been like a year or two where that was the case back in uh, 14, 15, somewhere around there. But where they're both now kind of throwing haymakers at each other, um, this is a lot of fun. I mean, this is something – we could get used to. Well, yeah. I mean, you referenced I'm about 47 years younger than you while you in introducing me. So you know, <laughs> I really haven't seen um, these uh, teams be good at the same time. Like you said, except maybe those final couple of years uh, at the end of the Rangers window, the end of the 2010s, uh, while the Astros were coming up from those few hundred lost seasons in a row. So this has been a lot of fun not just on the field, but I even think off the field, you know, going into the trade deadline, uh, you know, kind of responding to each other's moves. The Rangers get, they split the Mets aces. One gets Scherzer, one gets Verlander. Um, The Rangers, I think probably the Rangers made a few more moves at the deadline. I think out of necessity, the Astros, you know, got Altuve and Alvarez back just before the deadline, which, you know, you're not going to, find trade partners out there that can upgrade you more than those guys coming back. Um, and, you know, I think that series a couple of weeks ago where the benches cleared, no punches were thrown, but I think that just added a little more spice to this rivalry with, you know, Marcus Simeon staring down Framber Valdez and Martin Maldonado getting in his face when he touched home plate. Um, after the Garcia grand slam, you know, there's some juice to this rivalry for the first time in a long time. Isn't that wild how the Rangers just started winning like seven straight games after they did those deals? Like what it can actually do to a team's psyche. We don't really think of momentum as being a big deal in baseball, but sometimes moves like that can just influence a clubhouse. And Chris, I mean, the pitching immediately after that just got better. 
and the run production, all of it. Um, and they didn't even have to be great, right? Scherzer uh, went out there and gave up three runs in the first inning. He's a little shaky, which reminded me of Cliff Lee when he first got the Rangers. I think he was shaky in his first outing. But it, it did. It seemed like it gave the whole team um, and everybody a lift. Is that kind of what you sensed from being around the team and doing a lot of these pregame and postgames for that Rangers radio network? Yeah, I mean, I think momentum in baseball and, you know, I've we've talked about this on the pre- and post-game shows, and Eric Nadell is not a big fan of uh, the idea of momentum over the course of a week, but within a game, I think there is such thing as momentum. And I think that can happen with a big hit or a pitcher gets out of a jam and you limit the other team, but call it what you want. Even if it's not momentum, I think just the feeling that you have a general manager and an owner, frankly, because I think it's a lot more about the owner being willing to, uh, take on some of the salary than it is about maybe the general manager. Um, Cause I think any general manager wants to be aggressive. Right. Um, but knowing that you have the backing from the front office at whatever level uh, that filters down into the locker room. And then, you know, you get a guy like Max Scherzer in the clubhouse that adds an element of confidence too, and not just because of, how good he is, but because of where he's been and that he's done it before, you know, he started two games for the nationals in the world series when they won it a few years ago. Um, aside from that experience, he's made a lot of deep playoff runs with a lot of good tigers teams, good nationals teams. So, you know, I just think having that presence there makes a big difference and you're right. It did have similarities to Cliff Lee's first outing with the Rangers, but I think that was also a good microcosm of what a veteran ace can do for a team. You know, just because he gave up a few seeing eye singles in the first inning that led to a few runs. I mean, there were a couple walks mixed in there, which are self-inflicted, but you know, it also kind of, I think can show other guys that, Hey, just because you give up a couple of runs in the first inning doesn't mean it needs to impact your entire start. You've still got, X number of pitches left in your arm that day uh, to go as deep as you can and keep your team in it and give them a chance to win. And that's all they can ask of any of these starters. What, what is Bruce Bochy? What's it like being around him when you get to visit with him before a game or after a game or whatever? I mean, he, he just kind of has a little John Wayne to him. I like how he sounds, doesn't get too high, doesn't seem to get too low. But he's given this organization a lot of credibility. I mean, just immediately when he walked in, what are your impressions of, of, of Boach, as everybody calls him, Bruce Bochy? What's that been? And, like, how big a role has he played in this, uh, in this unbelievable uh, uh, turnaround this season? I just think he, there's a sense of calm confidence that he brings to the clubhouse and to the dugout. You have a guy who's won three World Series, one of them against the Rangers, and I think there's a certain level of trust that comes with that, knowing that the decisions he makes, whether it be with the lineup or with an in-game managerial decision, that he's making 
the decision that's going to be best for the club. And I think more times than not this year, we've seen that to be the case. I think he's been masterful with the position players and the starting lineup. Uh, I think he's put guys in position to succeed time and time again. Um, and he's also not afraid to make a change early in a game. You know, there's been plenty of nights where he's pinch hit for, you know, a, a Josh Smith or an Ezekiel Duran with, you know, say Travis Jankowski, or maybe Jonah Heim was getting a night off and he hasn't hesitated to pinch hit in situations early in the game, fifth, sixth inning, where you might think, Oh man, maybe you might want to save that pinch hitter for, you know, an eighth, ninth inning at bat. But, you know, he just has a feel for when in the game uh, that big hit might be able to come and makes the moves accordingly. Now the bullpen, I think that's been another issue for him from a manager standpoint, especially before the trade deadline. Now you look at the bullpen, I think it's pretty deep with the moves they've made, but uh, you know, he, it was rough for a while at the beginning of the season because it just seemed like no matter what lever he pulled, there was a lot of nights where it just didn't work. And I don't put that on him. You know, you can just put guys in position and hope they execute for a while. That wasn't happening, but now I think they've got the pieces there uh, for him to be able to manage with a little more strategy late in game. Uh, Chris Blake joining us on the Matt Mosley show ESPN central Texas does Rangers pre and post KRLD also a proud TCU graduate especially last year as they played for a national title. Didn't go that well, but still basking in the glory of that <laughs> uh, of that season. Uh, this game's going to be on Apple TV tonight, Chris. I mean, I, I don't know how much uh, uh, Apple TV you, you've taken in baseball-wise on a Friday night. Pac-12 tried to do an Apple TV deal, and it, it, things kind of imploded. <laughs> But um, you got Ted Lasso. I'm watching a show on Apple TV right now called Bad Sisters. You might want to check that out. It's kind of fun. Okay. Almost, sounds kind of like raunchy or something. It's not. It's very well done. Uh, <laughs> British you type. To yourself. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds, it just, every time I say that, I'm like, that's kind of weird. App, have you watched a Friday night Apple TV broadcast? Like, I can't say that I've stopped down, even though I subscribe. Uh, and what should I expect from that broadcast? I mean, you're, you know, I like our local broadcasters, but tonight I might, uh, I might have to check out the Apple TV folks. If I'm being completely honest with you, I have caught uh, a couple innings here and there on a Friday mm-hmm. night of an Apple TV mm-hmm. game, but I have not sat down and watched a full broadcast uh, of a whole game on that service. The Rangers were on, I think it was Peacock, has the Sunday afternoon package. Uh, um, they did have one game there earlier this season. I thought it was a good product, um, you know, but it's definitely a challenge to uh, no, Rangers fans. We know have problems already locally finding the games on television, but, you know, I think across the league, uh, you know, it's, it's a hard ask to, ask fans to subscribe to this many different services to see their games instead of keeping them all central. So, you know, there's the Apple TV game, there's a Peacock game every week. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, that's a lot of different places. And, but we're seeing that around sports. You mentioned the PAC 12 deal that was for not, but you know, Notre Dame 
some of their game, football games are only on Peacock. You know, like some of these things are getting harder to find. Yeah, um, you're right. Uh, they're they're kind of ba- like Baylor played a basketball game on Peacock uh, against Gonzaga. I subscribe to Peacock, and I I still am subscribed to Peacock. And I'm same with Paramount. I was watching like some Yellowstone or something. But where they get you, you never like break up with them, right? You never. Yep. You're like I might want to watch that some night. I might want to look over there and see what's happening on Paramount Plus or whatever that is. And you never. I mean, that's the thing. I guess people do break up. They but they want people like me who just kind of don't ever get around to ever severing the relationship with some of these yeah, streaming I, places. Yeah, we were. My wife and I were going through. Uh subscriptions one time and i was like man there's a lot of stuff i don't ever even look at that i'm spending money on every month and one of them was uh peacock and i think it was like five dollars a month i whatever it is i have i clearly am still watching ads if i were to use it uh (laughs) but i still haven't figured out how to cancel that so you know they (laughs) that's what that's the plan i guess what do you think of this uh, from a TCU perspective? I mean, it was exciting the other day. You add the border schools. Hilarious to see Colorado turn back around 13 years later and come back. It's kind of like, well, Texas is gone. It's safe to come back. I feel like we should bring Missouri, Nebraska, just reach out to everybody. Hey, guys, they're gone. You can come back. You can come back now. Um, or do you find this growing conference a little unwieldy? Do you get excited about it? Are you kind of excited now about maybe thinking about trips to Tucson or Tempe uh, or Boulder? I mean, like, where where are you when this thing, you know, finally came to fruition? Um, was it was it mostly excitement about the fact that the Big 12 is growing? For me, yes, because I am of the opinion that it was likely that in the long term, only the Big 12 or the Pac-12 would have been left standing. So just selfishly as a TCU fan and a fan of college football in Texas, I'm glad that this is the conference that stayed together instead of splintering the different parts of the country. Um, if I was a Pac-12 fan, I'd be furious. You know, you're not only are they leaving, but they're all going different places. So they won't even necessarily be playing each other as much if at all. So at least we still have that here with the exception of Texas, Texas A&M and Oklahoma. Um, And I think, you know, it's a good thing to add some of these programs. The Arizona schools haven't been a big factor in football in recent years, but they can, I mean, they're in a part of the country where you would think you can get back there, uh, especially if a lot of their uh, counterparts on the West coast start playing half their conference games on the East coast. So, I like the addition of Utah. Um, You know, when TCU was in the Mountain West, the games against BYU and Utah were always electric. Granted, at the time I was in school, it was around the time the Andy Dalton era. So all three of those schools were really good uh, in that time frame. But I think it's good for the conference. You know, they're putting themselves in a position to be one of the last ones standing, I think. The ACC is is an interesting one uh, because it's so top heavy, but you know, I think they're certainly in the conversation to be one of the, if it does end up with three super conferences, I think the big 12 has positioned itself very well. 
Are your Mustang buddies, SMU, still kind of in mourning about the Pac-12 possibility going (laughs) away? Or have they rallied? I mean, they basically said, hey, we'll pay our way in. If you guys will let us in the ACC, you don't have to give us any TV money. We'll just pay our own money for a few years. Um, Do you think the Mustangs land anywhere, or will they just have to remain in the AAC? I, I think they probably stay where they are in the short term. I don't know that there is a logical landing spot for them. But, you know, two Fridays ago showed us, or no, that was last Friday. Last a week ago today showed us that uh, the landing spot doesn't have to be logical. It can just be uh, out of necessity, out of desperation to find a home. So, I would think they stay in the AAC for now. But I am certainly not gonna. I would not um, put anything on that. What, do you see them going anywhere? Hmm. I I. When you have money and you can bring some dollars to the table, sometimes people will let you in. But I, I don't. I, yeah, I don't see it right now. I don't see it happening. Pac-12 was going to be a great landing spot for them, and that Klievkov just messed everybody around. You know, he misled everybody, and and he, that's how you end up imploding a conference. So I don't think S. I think SMU'd be wise to stay right where it is but they smelled it they smelled a power five conference much like the horn frogs did in 2011 or 12 or whenever whenever we let you guys in the conference uh, yeah i mean you know tcu long historic members of the big east know that few people remember <laughs> the big east that's funny I never even thought about that. Did what? How long they were going to do that, and then within like what six months or a year, things went the other way. And Chuck Ninas talked uh, talked to Loss and everybody into letting TCU and West Virginia into the conference. Yeah, it was, it was definitely just a matter of months. They never played a conference game in any sport in the Big East, but they were Big East members. That uh, well, there was a press conference. They announced it. There it was everything. You still, you think he should have taken Louisville and TCU instead of West Virginia? Now that the way it's all played out, what Louisville wanted in, and Louisville was great at the time. Louisville's kind of yeah, kind of meh right now, um, as my daughter or somebody would say. I I don't. I, or do you think West Virginia's turned out okay? I think West Virginia's been okay. I think at the time we were still worried about geography. Uh, and that what seems like forever ago, but Louisville, I guess, would have made a little more sense geographically. Um, but I don't think West Virginia has been a bad fit for the Big 12. It's maybe the hardest city to get to in the conference, but aside from that, I think culturally it fits with the Big 12. I think Louisville also would have fit culturally much more than, you know, if it was another Big East school further north. Um but, I mean, West Virginia football seems to have big-time aspirations. I mean, I know everybody does, but it, it feels like you could see uh, like Dana Holgerson winding up in the Big 12 again now. Or, uh, I don't know, I get Mike Gundy vibes there. I could, like, he would, be, he would fit at West Virginia to me. And that's still in this conference. It's, I don't know if this – 
thought line is making a lot of sense. <laughs> but <laughs> no, I, I like culturally, it. Culturally, I think West Virginia still fits in the Big 12. The Arizona schools might be a bit of an outlier, but you know, I think Utah will be a good fit. And you know, these are adding Utah and BYU. I really like those moves. So I, it'll be interesting to see where this all winds up because I certainly don't think we're done with realignment. All right. Um, I'm, I'm looking at all the stories you're having to uh, cover also for KRLD, the podcasts <laughs> that you do there. There are carjackings and all sorts of stuff going on in the Dallas area that I'm sure you're participating uh, in talking about. So we'll we'll monitor you there. But uh, Chris is fun, man. You you were uh, I knew you as a young lad there at TCU, working your way up. It's great to see you having success, and you know how much I love uh, your parents and your whole family. So uh, really appreciate you being on with me. I appreciate that, and I thank you for all the. Uh lunches and chats and everything along the way up to this point we should do that again soon let's do it let's do it uh this time you're paying though all right it is uh chris chris blake joining the matt mosley show thank you chris we'll talk to you soon all right thanks matt uh and um good stuff there chris uh uh is now pre and and uh post Rangers games and uh, works for KRLD in Dallas. It does a nice job and has a very thoughtful on a lot of different issues there. Talking about the Cowboys realignment, all of that. Um, a lot of college stuff in the news. And some of it has to do with the breakup of the Pac-12. Aaron and I are going to talk a little bit more about that in a huge betting scandal in college athletics. We'll do that next. This is ESPN Central Texas. They know steak at Logan's Roadhouse. Everyone will find an entree they love at Logan's Roadhouse, including wood grill steaks, fall off the bone ribs, pork chops, burgers, sandwiches, soups and salads, salmon and shrimp, and those famous made-from-scratch yeast rolls. Dine in the casual dining room or in the bar where you can enjoy a signature cocktail or ice-cold beer. Logan's Roadhouse in the Central Texas Marketplace, Waco. Open every day at 11 and until 11 p.m. Friday and Saturday nights. Mosley's Land Management is a family-owned business that's been serving Central Texas area for over 20 years. We're an all-inclusive land management company that provides services such as tree trimming and removal, stump grinding, land cleaning and clearing, mulching services, demolition, cleanup, haul-off, culvert installation. Give a local Central Texas company an opportunity to work for you on your farm, ranch, personal property. Give me, Mosby, a call, 254-749-1648, or check us out on Facebook. I'll treat your place like it's mine. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at myatfuels.net. That's myatfuels.net. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Did you know, now's a great time to let Jeff on our Toyota put you in a new or used vehicle. I'm Kyle Tomlinson, General Manager of Jeff on our Toyota, and you can choose from many makes and models, all priced to fit any budget. We also have a state-of-the-art service and body shop and a full-line parts department with factory-trained Toyota specialists. Stop by and see me or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Jeff Hunter Toyota. 
Toyota Quality, Waco Values. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. And also at cnbwaco.com. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. On this Matt Mosley Show, ESPN uh, Central Texas, floating along on a Friday. Good stuff from uh, Chris Blake there, Rangers broadcaster, pre- and post-game guy. And uh, who I've known for many years. In fact, his dad, John Blake, is the chief PR guy for the Texas Rangers uh, baseball organization. Has been for many, many years. And his mom, Harriet, and I worked together at the Dallas Morning News all those uh, all those years ago. So it is uh, it is really uh, fun to catch up with folks like that. And then uh, uh, we uh, earlier today. We checked in with Eric Kelly, uh, who's out there covering all our high schools, Fox 44. Aaron will be part of uh, our coverage. I know he and Stephen Simcox will be doing some, oh, the uh, the high school postgame scoreboard show. Aaron, um, are you, uh, I, I guess part of the process that's fun in getting ready for high school, you know, Friday night football, everybody needs to read, of course, Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. That's in. That's a rite of passage. Uh, Aaron, how do you find yourself when you kind of get closer to these Friday nights? How do you start to prepare for kind of being ready? I guess those coaches shows that you do each week probably help prepare you. But do you start digging in, watching some of these local TV broadcasts? How do you you like to prepare for these uh, high school football seasons? Read Dave Campbell cover to cover, and then, yeah, start – Started uh, talking to coaches, it's, and then you just kind of work your way in. I read pretty much everything that the Trib puts out on high school football, which is a lot. The Waco Tribune Herald does a, such a great job of covering the local high schools. So that's kind of my three pronged mm-hmm. approach to it. <clears throat> um, I, I, I think um, it, it, we were talking about it. There's just some, uh, there's some really. Uh, um, it, it, it and it was interesting, by the way. Some of this baseball. I was just looking at what Aaron posted from Chris Blake. But when you talk about local high school football, Micah Hudson, Lake Belton, Kobe Black out there at Conley. I mean, the list kind of goes on and on. The young man who's uh, headed uh, from Temple, uh, that's headed to University of Houston. 
the wide receiver. His dad's a coach at Temple. I mean, these are big-time recruits coming out of uh, – and so Friday nights are so much fun. And, and I, what I hope does not happen is as in these money grabs, college, I do think they want to play more and more games on Friday nights, Thursday nights. Um, man, we need to preserve these incredible, uh, uh, you know, th- this tradition of great high school. And, you know, what's really fun is the, uh, the these matchups we're going to have on ESPN Central Texas with Robinson, with Temple, and, and our family of networks, I should say. Obviously, our Temple Belton Fox station as well. Um, I mean... China Spring is going to be on with us. Lorena is going to have some of its games. I mean, Aaron, these are state championship winning teams that uh, that we get to broadcast their games, and that's pretty cool that we'd have all the Baylor sports, that we have all these uh, high school games on. Uh, and then, of course, we'll have our scoreboard show that Aaron and Steven will uh, will handle and uh, that that's a that's a major major show as everybody's trying to get in their cars and driving home and uh, all the different aspects of that. It's very, I think that's a very important show. Now around the country, we we have this kind of uh, sad ending of the Pac-12. You've got four remaining schools. There was some buzz about two of them, Stanford. Um, in Cal Berkeley trying to get into the ACC. That seems to have died now. The ACC doesn't really want to share. Um, they, don't, they just don't, they don't believe that Stanford and Cal bring that much. There was a time when some of these college uh, presidents would have been making a case because they love the academics of this. They love the thought of having Cal Berkeley and Stanford. There was an old Texas president, Bill Powers, God rest his soul, our chancellor at UT. He wanted in the Pac-12 for that very reason. He loved the thought of the research and the academic standing that it gave the University of Texas in its liberal-leaning ways to be rubbing elbows with the academic elites out on the West Coast. I say that in jest, okay? I don't take any political stances on this show. But it, it is, some, I, there's, some of, there's some conferences that that would have been appealing to. Aaron, it's all about the dollar now. So any thought that Stanford and Cal, bring them into the Big 12, increase our academic profile even more, they don't care. Now, this is from... Earlier today, our John Canzano, he used to be with a, a columnist in Portland. He's still a columnist, but he writes on Substack. And, um, and this is uh, johnconzano.com and does some good stuff. I mean, he and, and John Wilner from the, Saint, uh, 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 oh, the Mercury News out in San Jose, they carried the water a little bit for the Pac-12. And it blew up on them. And, again, the good people, uh, some of their stuff's really good. But I think there's probably a little bit of embarrassment involved in how all this went down. They're now talking about the 63-year-old Oliver Luck, father of former Stanford quarterback Andrew Luck. Um, 
these pack the Pac twelve has hired him as a consultant. He always gets hired as a consultant. The Big Twelve hired him as a consultant to help Bob Bowlesby before they brought Brett Yormark in. He's held a variety of positions, NCAA executive. He's been an NFL quarterback. He was a college athletic director at West Virginia, and he was commissioner of the XFL. And he's Andrew's dad, as I noted. Um, I don't know what he can do at this point. Um, the, the Washington State athletic director was quoted in this story saying, are there four schools when all the dust settles? Is that three? Is that two? Is that one? Is that none? Your instincts are correct. That's the first step. That's what uh, Washington State AD Pat Chun said, because it's not really even a conference anymore. They're going to play games this year. I don't really know how you even look at it. How in the world could they keep the autonomous five status, which, which keeps them at a power five conference level? It seems impossible. The Pac-4 members may attempt to keep an imbalanced share of conference revenue in the next year. The conference expects to receive $420 million in television and postseason funds. There's also an emergency fund. Aaron, how would you like to be the Pac-12 commissioner or whoever's in charge, Oliver Luck, whoever it is, when you explain to these other schools that they're going to withhold their money? Um, Oregon, Washington, uh, USC, UCLA, and you say, hey, man, uh, y'all left us hanging, so we're going to keep a bunch of this money this year. In fact, we're going to keep a bunch. There would be so many lawsuit, lawsuits. Um, it's crazy. Now, luck will help the remaining members sort out those answers in the coming weeks. Uh, meanwhile, Kenzano reached out to an executive at one of the four remaining schools with a follow-up question. Here's the question. Am I being naive to think rebuilding the Pac-4, which used to be the Pac-12, is a viable option? The answer is, no, you are not. I don't know. I don't know how you rebuild it at this point. You've got to, you've got to have another conference implode to, to somehow build upon and keep the autonomous status. You've got to go get San Diego State. You've got to go get SMU. And you have to have one of these conferences completely fall apart where these schools from the Mountain West don't have to pay an exit fee. Um, the, the guy at, that, that they were talking to um, that was a former TV executive, um, he negotiated rights, agreements with the Big Ten, Big 12, Pac-12, and ACC in his 25-year career. Here was some of his, here were some of his uh, predictions, Aaron. He said, Fox is an unlikely, his last name is Thompson, um, Bob Thompson. And he's been a consultant in this world forever. His prediction was, Fox is an unlikely bidder on the Pac-12. He was right. NBC, not a player for the Pac-12. He was right. CBS might have interest, but would rather have Big Ten. He was absolutely correct. ESPN ABC is a bidder, but they're certainly not going to overpay. He was right. We now know that the Big 12, uh, Pac-12 could have had $30 million each 
from ESPN. They went back to ESPN, and this is before the Big 12 got its deal done, and said, we want $50 million. They, they, they turned around, and they left. ESPN said goodbye in the fall of 2022, and then the Big 12 went and got its deal done. Wow. Um, all of this was predicted, and all of this happened. It's pretty... Uh, it's a pretty amazing story to see how it all it all went down. Um, the Washington State Athletic Director Pat Chun also told uh, our man Canzano on Wednesday. He said, "Quote: The Pac-12 failed because of failed leadership. College football is fracturing right before our eyes because there's no leadership. When there's a void of leadership." These are the outcomes you deal with. Aaron, I'm sorry, but is the is that athletic director, Pat Chun, not in a position of leadership? Like, in some ways, isn't he condemning himself? Now, the person everybody wants to look to is Commissioner George Klievkoff. Um, Klievkoff assured his bosses for months. He said, I just need your patience. A little more time. And when he showed up, finally, at that last-minute meeting after Colorado had already jumped ship to go to the Big 12, here's what he had in hand. A $23 million a year Apple deal that required his membership to basically hope that people would sign up for these, these deals. You know, Aaron, like, the Baylor Plus thing is an interesting idea. It's okay to do those ideas when you already have a linear TV deal, when you already have almost $32 million per school coming in from Fox and ESPN. Then you can go out and you can you can pay or you can start something called Baylor Plus. And people like us, Aaron, who love Baylor, will spend 7 bucks a month to get all this access to practice in some of these documentaries. Aaron, one last thing. Apple deal offered no guarantee of linear exposure, and the schools um, would be in the business of selling annual subscriptions for $100 a pop. The Arizona president then compared it, quote, to selling candy bars for Little League or Girl Scout cookies. (laughs) and still most of them were willing to do it and then the big 10 went back sweetened the pot in oregon washington said see ya arizona arizona state and utah said see ya and the conference fell apart and the rest will be history all right aaron it is time for the dismount we got to say good night that is next this is espn central texas are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project 
Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. In business since the 1940s, Alamo Steel of Waco delivers over 30,000 tons of steel nationwide every year. And now they're looking to grow their team. They're hiring fitters, welders, machine operators, maintenance and electrical technicians, and supervisors for their plant. Day and evening shifts are available. After 90 days of full-time employment, Alamo Steel offers a comprehensive benefits plan including medical, dental, vision, short and long-term disability, life insurance, 401k, and more. Full-time positions offer 40-plus hours per week. PTO begins day one of full-time employment. Hourly employees are paid weekly. At Alamo Steel, they believe in above-average pay to attract well-qualified individuals. Apply in person Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, 2784 Old Dallas Road, one block off I-35 in Lacey Lakeview. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. We're teaming up with the McGregor Volunteer Fire Department to help raise money for repairs and maintenance on their fire trucks and equipment. They will be selling raffle tickets for three opportunities to win a rifle, and we will draw the winners live at Jim Turner Chevrolet on August 19th at 1 o'clock. We will also be accepting cash donations and serving free hot dogs. So come out and show your support for the local heroes. And remember, we're just RB to Way McGregor. We'll treat you like family. Morrison's Gifts, Waco's oldest family-owned gift store, has moved. Visit their new expanded location a few feet from their old space. Enjoy a new shopping experience with new product arriving weekly. At Morrison's, you'll find great Texas and American products like John Hart leather goods, Consuela bags and purses, locally sourced gourmet items, and great gift items for babies and kids. Can't decide? They specialize in designing custom gift baskets, local delivering, and shipping anywhere. That's Morrison's Gifts at the corner of Valley Mills and Waco Drive, close to Jason's Deli. Are you tired of living with chronic pain, knee pain, joint pain? Listen carefully, because now there are new regenerative treatments available here. Hi, it's Matt Mosley, Matt Mosley Show. QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in regenerative medicine, is now open, giving lasting relief to people with joint pain, with no surgery, no drugs, and no downtime. QC Kinetics has over 100 clinics nationwide and has treated thousands of patients with incredible success. Their advanced protocols are an exciting way to manage pain from arthritis and injury without surgery or steroids. 
steroids or pain pills. If you got pain in your knees, shoulders, hip, or back, well, that's me, you need to check out these new treatments that can actually help your body restore and repair itself. Call now to schedule your free consultation with the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics. Call 254-415-4100, 254-415-4100. That's QC Kinetics, 254-415-4100. It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Boy, and I have to echo that as we say goodnight. QC Kinetics, over 100 clinics nationwide, treated thousands of patients with incredible success, advanced protocols, an exciting way to manage pain from arthritis and injury without surgery or steroids or pain pills. Call now to schedule your free consultation with the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics. Call 254-415-4100. That's QC Kinetics, 254-415-4100. The nation's leader in regenerative medicine is now open. Lasting relief to people with joint pain. All right, um, we've got uh, Rangers baseball tonight. And you'll hear it right here on the great affiliate for Rangers baseball as this Rangers are in this huge race, of course, with the uh, Astros. Lineup is out as of 15 minutes ago, and um, everything looks pretty good. Simeon, Seager, Garcia Lowe, Garver's in the five-hole tonight. Martinez, who just came up, will make his Major League debut uh, as a hitter, at least, he ran in the game the other night in left field. Duran, Josh Smith, and then uh, Leody out in center field. And uh, some tra- uh, transactions today, but we'll uh, we'll get you caught up on that on Monday. Everybody have a great weekend. Rangers and Giants tonight at 9.15. Thank you, Aaron. We'll talk to you soon. Good night, everybody. It's time for today's Modern Media Big 12 football preview. Today, a look at the Houston Cougars in the inaugural season in the league. Here is John Morris. Continuing our series of Big 12 football previews on this Friday. Today, a second look at the Houston Cougars, where the excitement level is high in the city of Houston for the Cougars' first year in the Big 12.